This is the Orlando Magic 2022 NBA Draft Show, presented by Socios.com. We'll take you through the NBA Draft pick by pick. And now, broadcasting live from the Amway Center in downtown Orlando, here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. Ah, and welcome everyone to the 2022 NBA Draft Show presented by Socios.com. I am Dante Marcatelli, and oh, what a night we have planned for you. We have three terrific analysts, guests joining us here on the show. None other than David Steele, Bo Outlaw, and Jake Chapman. The great Scott Harris has us all set up here inside Amway Center, and it's great to have you with us on 96.9 FM, iHeartRadio app, and the Magic YouTube page. We're going to take you till about 9, 9.30, try to get as close to that 32nd overall pick. But here we sit, guys. We are one hour away from the Magic making their selection, the first overall pick in the 2022 the NBA draft. So we're so glad to have you here with us. We're going to make that selection at about 8.10 p.m., and, uh, and then we'll go from there. So people are filing into Amway Center. Everybody's good to go. We're going to kind of get you set up. You're going to hear from Magic President of Basketball Operations in the next segment. Then we want to hear from you. Jump online, 407-916-8255, or text us, 50857. That's 50857. And let us know who you want the Magic to take with the number one pick. With that being said, let's bring in our our panel here. We begin with David Steele. Yes, sir. Play-by-play voice of the Orlando Magic on Bally Sports Florida. David Steele, welcome. How excited are you for tonight? Oh, I'm so pumped up, Dante. There's nothing better than draft night, especially when you have the number one pick. This is the fourth time that the Magic have had the number one pick in the draft, and uh, I've been fortunate enough to be involved with now all four of them, so uh, it's an exciting night. I remember them all very well, and if this one turns out as well as those first three, then we're in for some some great success in the not-too-distant future. So it begins tonight. We'll see what happens. It's going to be fun. You know what's funny? So the, four, so the first three were, of course, Shaquille O'Neal in 92, 93 Chris Webber, you make the trade for Penny, and then in 2004, Dwight Howard, all three of those ended up playing in NBA Finals. But the building, I, I hear the audio from David Stern when they traded Chris oh. Webber for Penny Hardaway, right? It seemed like it was all boo, right? Everybody, no, nobody knew what to make of that at the time. No, it, I, it caught... Those of us who knew it was going to happen by surprise <laughs> that the fans were just so adamant about Chris Webber. Yeah, right. Because, um, you know, Penny was he was a great college player, but not as well known. And, you know, this was 1993. So this was before, way before social media, sure, the sure. Internet and, uh, you know, uh, uh, viral videos, YouTube, <laughs> all of that stuff. So Penny Hardaway was known as a terrific college player, but I don't think a lot of fans knew that much about his game. And so when the Magic made that announcement, of course, Chris Webber was a part of the Fab Four. Sure. Everybody knew who he was. Fab Five, everybody knew who Chris Webber was with Michigan, their great college program. And so the Magic making that, that swap uh, on draft night, it caught a lot of fans by surprise. But Penny turned out to be the perfect oh. fit for Shaquille O'Neal. That was a perfect fit. So we'll have David Steele here. Again, we'll hear from you all throughout the night. Uh, up until about 8:10, when the Magic are set to make their pick, 407-916-8255, or text us 50857. He played 15 NBA seasons, eight right here in City Beautiful. Mr. Bo Outlaw joining us here on the program. Bo, how special is this night, and how excited are you for the talent that the Magic are going to add here tonight? Well, this night is very special, but it, it wasn't special for me in, in 1993. So I do remember that was that your draft. year. Yeah, that was right. your year. I remember that draft. 
very well because my name didn't get called. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, take it. And did you expect it? Were you expecting to be in there, or did you know you might have to go a different route? I was not expecting it. Yeah, uh, okay. I think I set myself up to not get drafted so I didn't, get, I didn't fall and get disappointed too much. Yeah. But uh, in reality, you always think you're good enough to get drafted. It was what it was, and I'm not mad at the crowd I took. But those guys were very talented. One, two, and three, right there, as you say, Penny and Chris Weber. Now we got three more guys in the same situation. What do you do? How do you make this happen? Do you draft this guy, trade for yep, that guy? Right, right. What's going to happen? That's what we're eager to see because if you ask me, it's kind of a similar situation. But the difference is they didn't know Penny as well, but they know all three of these guys. Yeah. There's not, I, not much unknown about the top picks but, now. But and, Smith is kind of similar to Penny. He's known, but not as much as Banchero and Holmes. Well, and we want to get your breakdown, and we'll get that momentarily because we're assuming it's either going to be Paulo Boncaro, it's going to be Chet Holmgren, or it's going to be Jabari Smith. We imagine one of those names will be called first unless we get a big curveball. You never know. It could be somebody else, but we're expecting that. Um, so we'll, we'll get to that momentarily. We'll break it down. Last but not least, and we, we go in this order because this is very important, folks. And, and, David, I know you'll appreciate this as much, if not more than anybody. He is officially the radio play-by-play voice of the Orlando Magic, and we are making that announcement at this very second. Jake Chapman joins the broadcast. Congratulations, Jake Chapman. Can you hear the claps? Hey. All right. He is Jake Chapman. Congratulations. Uh, I'm very happy for you, man, and welcome aboard. Dante, thank you so much, both David. um, It's uh, it's a big responsibility. It's a dream of mine to to be able to fill shoots of or attempt to fill the shoes of the man next to me, the man who uh, uh, last called play-by-play on the radio, uh, Dennis Newman. So many people have done such a great job broadcasting both on television and radio for this organization that it is uh, it's a dream come true to be able to just to throw my name uh, on that list. Um, and, dude, I, w- I wouldn't be anywhere without you, Dante. I mean, you, <laughs> no, you, that's not true, man. You did this. But, you did this. but look, it's, it's going to be so much fun. It's something that you and I have worked for yeah. since, since it went away. Um, we knew we needed to bring back a, um, a classic radio product, and, and I'm going to do my best. I'm going to make sure um, that, that we have a lot of fun, but that we put out a whole lot of good shows as well. And, uh, uh, and thank you so much. Well, I know you will. David Pointers. Yeah, and I, I, come on I, now. I don't know go. what I can tell Jake. I've heard Jake's a great broadcaster. Right. I know that it's going to be a fun broadcast because we know Jake. <laughs> Jake is a fun guy, and he yes, knows the game. Yep. I've heard his calls in Detroit. You did some play-by-play for I the did. Pistons. I did a handful of Mar- yep. Mark Champion. Time and score. That's what he told me. Time, Time and score. score. Just Very important. Keep, keep it in the road and, you know, add a little flair. You'll, you'll add your personality, which I know you will. You've got uh, great personality, great sense of humor. You're going to be terrific. And, you know, the, the last couple of years, the games have been simulcast, right. as our radio listeners Correct. know. Correct. Right. And uh, that's a tough thing. It's a tough thing as a broadcaster. It's difficult to handle both shows effectively. It's two different formats. And uh, I was never very comfortable in that situation, especially from the radio point of view, because yep. we really could not a- afford to uh, sacrifice the television audience. And, you know, some of the features that we do on TV – um, it was difficult to make that translate on radio. So 
It makes a lot of sense. Uh, you're the right guy at the right time, and it's a great opportunity for you. You're going to kill it. Thank you so much, David. I really appreciate it. And we understand how you know how rapidly this world is changing, and and you know every year it's sort of a new set of okay, we're gonna we're gonna try this, and then we're gonna plug this in, and hopefully this works. Yeah. Um, and that's media in general yeah, that's these right. days. That's just broadcasting in general. So. Um, I, I, I think we're all very happy that this is where we are, and I know it's going to be a lot of work, but I'm ready for it. Well, two of the best that have ever done it, uh, you know, predate you, and David Steele and Dennis Newman. Yep. So uh, you certainly got some great mentors. Massive. And that's better than the advice he gave me. He told me verbatim, <laughs> nobody ex- when I filled in for him, nobody expects much out of you, so just keep it on keep the road. It, keep it simple. Keep it simple. Right, exactly. Don't do too much. Do a quick story? Want to hear a quick story? Quick story? <laughs> so Joe, Joe Tate, I grew up in Cleveland. Joe Tate, the reason I got into sports broadcasting yeah, is Joe sure, Tate. Sure. League broadcasting meetings, 2010-11 or something like that, in New York City. I get to meet Joe Tate, my idol, for the first time. I said, Mr. Tate, I'm Jake Chapman. I grew up outside of Cleveland. You're one of the reasons I went into broadcasting. He said, don't put that on me. <laughs> <laughs> and I will never forget that. That is beautiful. What a great uh, guy. That's Joe almost a oh, great guy. Great, Terrific better, broadcaster. Better broadcaster. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's almost as good as John Denton, voice of the Solar Bears, introducing himself to Chuck Daly. We can tell that story later. <laughs> Chuck Daly, pleasure to meet you. I'm a big fan. I'm the voice of the Solar Bears. Chuck responds with, looks like you spilled something on your pants there. <laughs> Had some churn up, some ketchup. Had some ketchup. <laughs> well, I mean, that was he was impressed. <laughs> he was <Yes>. impressed. <laughs> he was impressed. Well, this is fun. We're having a lot of fun. I would say, Bo, how many people would you say are in this building? We're starting to fill up Amway Center here in anticipation of right the first now? overall pick. Right uh, now. Right now, I say we got about, we might be at about 2,000. 2,000, okay. And people are still people are still filing in. We had the concourse about- is full up. I was, I was just up there a minute ago. A lot of people mulling around up yeah. there. Well, I can tell you this. If you're in your car and you're on your way in, Good luck. don't uh, don't tear it. <laughs> Get on down here because a lot of a lot of folks are trying to make their way in around the arena. There's com- some construction. Is that Huey right over here? I yes, right. Yep. Huey, there's, there are, that's closed over by the arena. And uh, apparently there's only two of the possible three entrances into the Geico garage available, so did, it's did a little this, tricky getting in here. Did we sneak up on everybody with this event tonight? Does that must have. Yeah. Surprise yeah. if you only at the top pick for uh, I think, six weeks now. No. I think it is. All right, it's a 2022 NBA draft presented by Socios.com. Be more than a fan with Socios.com. Follow us at Socios USA on Twitter and check out Socios.com to learn more. Instagram as well, Socios USA. All right, let's go down the line. Let's play What If. That we are assuming it could be Paulo Bancaro, it could be Jabari Smith, and it certainly could be Chet Holmgren. Let's play this out. Bo Ala, I start with you. If it's Chet Holmgren, what does Chet Holmgren, the talented one-and-done player from Gonzaga, seven foot, 190 pounds, what does he add to this Magic team? Seven foot, 190. What does he bring? He brings a long guy who can score at a lot of different places. Uh, he's going to be a guy that, in today's game, who stretches the court as as there's no position as, as they call it positionless basketball. Mm-hmm. So he can play anywhere on the court. My thing with him would be him guarding somebody. What what position does he guard? Does he guard the five or the four or the three? So that would be my only concern. Okay, with gotcha. Him. I don't know what position he guards. You know what's interesting? I heard him say, you know, Fran Fraschilla, obviously the great college talent, said he's he's small. You know, he's he's thin, but he's not soft. Yes. He plays tough, right? I mean, David, I think that's at seven foot. This is a guy that could potentially be a point guard in the NBA. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. And, <laughs> right? You know, think they, about- they list him as a center, but he's not obviously your traditional center. He's sure. a guy that can 
put the ball on the floor. He is a 39% three-point shooter, just under 40% at Gonzaga, his one and only year. Um, he can handle the basketball. He's, he's a great shot blocker. He, he probably is going to lead the NBA and block shots. So, you know, they call him a unicorn. I mean, that that's, you know, you've heard that about Porzingis, uh, yes. some other players that have come along. And, that, you know, that's probably a, not a, not a, a bad uh, analogy. I mean, it, it's because you don't see these very often, a player with this kind of skill set at this size. Bo talked about the liability potentially on defense, and obviously the, another obvious liability might be can his body stand up to, sure. the, to the pounding of an 82-game season. That's what, you know, the detractors that he has, that's what they, they, they talk about with regard to Holmgren. But, but you said it, Dante. Everything that I've heard, and uh, I've heard a lot about his character and his work ethic, um, talk to people that have talked with him and know him and know him as a player. He's really tough. He's very competitive. Uh, he, he really wants to win. He's, uh, he's got a fierce uh, desire to be great. So, you know, those things will carry him a long way. And he'll put some weight on, but he doesn't have that kind of frame yeah, that right. is going to add sure. a lot of weight. Yeah. Right, Bo? He's yeah. very thin, very thin shoulders. When Dwight Howard came in in 2004, you could see that monster, you know, that frame that was going to add a lot of weight. That's not going to be the case with Chet Holmgren. But there's a couple of guys that were not in the center position that were in that similar position. Reggie Miller never gained weight. Yeah. Kevin Durant. Tayshaun Prince Tayshaun. never gained weight. Kevin Durant and Kevin Garnett. So that toughness will take you a long way, as you can see with those guys I just yeah. named. And you know what's one thing I think is interesting? It's a different game, obviously, than it was. You know, I, I, I'm not as concerned like you might have been with Sean Bradley with, you yeah. know, Shaq backing him down yes. and just going. <laughs> right. He's it's a seven, different game. He's got a 7-6 wingspan, and he can move his feet on the perimeter. So if your main concern is that somebody's just going to go right through him, wasn't that charging? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Used to be. <laughs> he gets a good position. Yeah, exactly. I don't know the last time they called a charge. Yeah, the, yes. it's, it's very true. I, I, I think it's a little overblown, the frame, as long as he, as long, but, but like both said, he's, you got to find a place to put him defensively, yeah, and he's right. got to be able to do, he's got to be able to accentuate three and a half block shots a game or whatever. He was fourth in the country in college last year. Is he going to lead the league in shot uh, in, in block shots his rookie season? If not, then then you might have some issues. He needs to be right up there right away. All right, yeah. then let's flip the script. Let's go to the other the, the other end of the spectrum. And Paulo Bancaro, 6'10", 250. He does have the frame, right? So what? Yeah. And it's a guy that can handle the basketball. He's a playmaker. Maybe doesn't have the three-point shot yet, but he's capable. He was in college, certainly an NCAA tournament. What do we like about Paulo if he's the number one pick? I would say the body, certainly. I mean, it, it's <laughs> yeah, vice right. versa, right? Uh, when I spoke with Emil Jefferson, former Magic player, former Lakeland player, and an assistant coach now on their staff. Did you do research for this? Uh, I did a couple podcasts. Of but, yes, course. I did a little, I did a little bit of research. Right a little you, bit. What Good else am you. I supposed to be doing, Dante? <laughs> I am not Good married with you. kids. I have a dog, and, uh, <laughs> and we're in the middle of the offseason here. Um, That's awesome. So I have done a lot of reading. But I also, but we did a couple podcasts, and I'm glad I did it the way I did, which, which is great, one for way. each prospect because it didn't let me get too high or too low on anybody and also it didn't i'm not doing confirmation bias right like i we all watch these guys we all watch ben carroll he's probably the best player in college basketball last year certainly in the tournament well you have to do a little bit more research and i lord knows jeff and john have done a lot in in the front office have done a lot more research than just watching those games um but i really like speaking to those guys because you you started to get opinions that were maybe a little bit different it wasn't all the group think that i think you get as you go through you know social media and, and, and all of the people who get paid to do this for a living, uh, to talk about it anyways. 
with Bank, and that was what Emil Jefferson said. He was like, he's like, you you hear how big he is, and then you see him, and he's even bigger. Where he's talking six yeah. eleven, two fifty five, right, right. maybe still growing. Um, and he said, and you know, I I think his game kind of reminds me a little of Paul Pierce. That was what I said to Emil, and he said, Paul Pierce plus five inches yeah. and 50 pounds. You know, like, I mean, he is that a big. guard in a yeah. forward's body or a forward in a guard, you know, with, with a guard skill set. Very, very impressive physically. Obviously played at Duke with a whole bunch of really talented kids. Um, I think one of my concerns at first was that that physical dominance maybe w- looked even better in the ACC and in college basketball. But you could say that about any prospect. I mean, Jabari was shooting over guys because he's 6'11", and Chet was blocking shots because yeah. he's got a 7'6 wing- wingspan. Um, so I, a very, very intriguing prospect. And, and I don't think any of these guys are the finished body. The, the college game is so much different. Sure. We're going to see these guys. You, you don't, they're not able to showcase what they can do fully in college in one year. NBA will be a different game. David, the other guy's Jabari Smith, right? We Everybody went to bed last night. He was the odds-on favorite to be the number one. <laughs> what pick. happened? We woke up this morning. You ever seen anything like no, that? No, never have. All the odds went right to Paolo Bancaro. It's crazy. It and, really is. You know, another really talented big guy. They're both 6'10". Yep. They both have a 7'1 wingspan. <laughs> right. So they're both uh, big human beings. You're talking about, and, and then with Holmgren at 7'1", with a 7'6 wingspan. <laughs> right. So any of the three that we, we get tonight, um, you're going to add size and great basketball ability at, a, at an elite level, any one of the three. So with Smith, the obvious thing you get, is that sweet shot, and that that is as pure of a shot yeah. as you're going to see. I mean, it is big time, three point field goal shot, and he can get it off. Any he gets it off quickly, he gets it off from a high location, and it's not going to. He's six foot ten. It's it's not going to be easy to block his shot or even deter him from getting a good look. So you know he's going to be a guy that can. And, and you know we all know how badly we need three point shooting. That's exactly right, right. So he would be a great fit. I think all three of these guys would fit with the Orlando Magic. I, I really do. I think any any one of the three. If it's Holmgren, then you can play alongside Wendell Carter Jr. Yep. and Franz Wagner. You know, those those guys are pretty interchangeable. And if it's one of the other two, then obviously you probably have Wendell at the five and then one of those guys at the four. Right, Bo? Yeah, that's, that's And I think that, that's, uh, that's a nice fit, too, either one. Like you, like you said, if you get Smith, then your four position can go, I say, between Franz and Smith. Yeah. You don't know. Any given well, it's night. position. You said it's it. Position is basketball. But my thing is, like you said, Smith's jump shot re- reminds me of a guy named Allen Houston. Oh, yeah. Mm. That jump that shot was pure. so pure. Okay. Man, he was listen. only 6'5". But that's my point. And he got his shot off. On- he had long arms, though. Can, can you, yeah. re- can yeah, you recall his shot getting blocked? So does yeah. you, you right. saw a lot of basketball. Yeah, like, when's the last time you seen his shot get blocked? Yeah, that's yeah. true. But, like you say, he's 6'5". This guy's 6'10", shooting the ball like that. That's a pretty good shot. Ooh. You know what's interesting? Think about this. We got all these guys 6'10", 6'11", that are handling the basketball. Who's one of the first point forwards that we can remember, right? Go back maybe mid-late 90s. Remember a, a certain forward that used to handle the basketball? <laughs> For the Orlando Magic, I mean, you were one of, right. That was one of the when we kind of started running, yeah, handling that, the basketball with the four. Bo was kind of one of the first Chuck guys to Daly. do that. Chuck Daly allowed me to do that, and I think that started in practice. He's like, "Man, go ahead, dribble it." So I'm like, "Like dribble it? Like I right, so dribble it up?" And when I when I brought the ball up, we had like a couple of set plays that we knew we were going to run. Yeah, and uh, it, it, I, it worked. I, it worked. I, I looked at it like this. You put the worst shooter, you got the ball in his hand, you can't help off of him because I have the ball. So, therefore, the play is going to work. If I was in another position and I didn't shoot the ball well, your help is going to be in, in the way. So, I think he was genius by putting me with the ball. and like. Didn't okay. it just run away from you when you had the ball in your hands? I, 
<laughs> you run away from I'm going to run right behind you to the rim. Go ahead. Yes, I am. <laughs> you go we got, ahead. We got Sean Green here as well, our grad assistant. As news breaks, we're going to get word of it. He'll relay it to it. It looks like Philly is in talks on a three-way deal. Matisse Teibel could be involved. Eric Gordon could be on the move, right? We're going to hear all these rumors all throughout the night. The Magic have already moved the 35th pick. They sent it to the Los Angeles Lakers for cash considerations and a future second-round pick in 2060. So we'll see that here. I think it's a rumor. I think we're going to get that. No, is that? 2028 is the rumor. It could be. Might as well be. And the Timberwolves could trade. And Sean's telling me the Timberwolves could trade D'Angelo Russell here tonight. So this could be a lot of fun. There could be a lot of wheeling and dealing. better not steal our thunder. They better not. They better not make a blockbuster. the magic tonight? We have the number one pick. You can see all 43 Magic home games with the thrill of a different seed each game for one low price with a fast break season pass. See the Magic play the Warriors. Celtics, Heat, and more for less than $14 a game. Plus, for a limited time only, you'll receive an exclusive Magic hoodie with your online purchase. Visit orlandomagic.com slash fastbreak to lock in your season fastbreak pass now. When we come back, President of Basketball Operations Jeff Weltman joins me right here on 96.9 The Game. Dunking on the competition? Very satisfying. But what makes it all possible? Teamwork. At Ring Central, our game plan is simple. Message, video, and phone, all together on a platform built to run and grow your business. Because when everyone can communicate and collaborate, you're not just playing together, you're playing to win. Discover what we could do for your team. Visit RingCentral.com and say hello to possibilities. RingCentral. Message, video, phone. Together. Our magic never compromise on the court. And magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Verizon 5G is here with the coverage of 5G nationwide and the unprecedented performance of ultra-wideband, the fastest 5G in the world in more and more cities. 5G ultra-wideband is built with ultra-low lag, which means fans can now stream the game without missing any of the action. This is 5G built right for basketball fans. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. 5G nationwide available in 2,700-plus cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Call 855-773-8634-855. 855-773-8634 or visit rpfunding.com. Terms and conditions apply to website in MLS 70168 equal housing. If you've ever been in a vehicle crash, then you know the impact caused by a collision. Now imagine the force of a crash so great people are killed. 
My name is Eric. I sat behind the wheel and drove drunk. I caused a crash that killed two young women, Megan and Lisa. Now, I sit alone in my jail cell. Megan and Lisa were taken forever, and their families and friends were left devastated. Don't drink and drive, and remember our roadways are connected to our families. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. You are listening to the Orlando Magic 2022 NBA Draft Show, presented by Socios.com on 96.9 The Game. And welcome back, everyone, to the 2022 NBA Draft Show presented by Socios.com. We're going to hear from Magic President of Basketball Operations, Jeff Weltman. I was able to catch up with him a day or two ago. But before we do that, guys, because I knew... Bo was going to mention the 1993 NBA draft, and he was going to say he didn't get that right. I knew he was going to go there. I know him well enough because he should have been drafted, especially if you look at the names that did get drafted Clearly. that night. There is one player from that draft, 1993, that played longer in the NBA than Bo Outlaw. Only one. Only one. So he didn't get drafted. One player wow. from that whole draft had a longer career then Bo Outlaw. Wait a minute. I, I've got an Is This Anything file. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> hold on. That's impressive. All right. All right. Draft. Just to pull oh up your. My. Just to pull. One guy got drafted Bo that year. Outlaw. And played more than Bo Outlaw. What? So think about your draft year. I'll give you the two that tied you. All right. Uh, you have Sam Cassell yep. and Chris Weber. Two pretty good players. Both played 15 years 15 like years. you did. One guy that played longer. And he's got a connection to Allen Houston. That's a good nugget. You mentioned Houston. Allen Houston. There's a connection there. So Detroit, this guy. New York. Speaking New York, Nick. Charles, uh, who would that Not be? a Nick, but there was, it was Detroit. The Pistons. I, I don't know if they were traded for each other potentially, but... I've got, I've got that in my head. Guy? Yeah, I mean, for Lindsay Hunter. Lindsay Hunter. Hunter. I did yeah. radio Lindsay with him. Yeah. Lindsay Hunter yeah. played 17 NBA seasons. That. The only one to outlast Bo Outlaw who didn't get Do drafted. Do you want to know what's funny about that? In Chicago, pre-draft time, we were on the same team, and he was not on the radar. And we were playing. Isn't that amazing? That's, we, that just goes to show. We were yeah. playing a game, yep. and there was a guard. And I'm trying to think from Utah. That was like one of the best. And he ripped Miller three straight times. Who's that? Andre Miller? No. No. Ah. Amazing. And he was the talk of the tournament. Unbelievable. I. It's so funny that those two got because I did a lot of radio in Detroit with Lindsey. He was he was sort of, he was coaching his son. Sure. They're they're like peas in a pod. These two. Bo Outlaw, Lindsey Hunter. So it doesn't surprise you. Not at all. You, you, you want to talk about carving out a 15 year, 17 year yes. NBA career? It, 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 Fourth most was Benny Hardaway, 14 years. Not a bad player either. So that was pretty, he was good. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that's pretty, that's what pretty good. The heck? So there you go. One of those three. Who's it going to be? Earlier, I had a chance to catch up with Jeff Wellman to kind of pick his brain and get his thoughts on everything that leads up to the NBA draft here tonight. All right, Jeff. Well, Dante Marcatelli here with Magic President of Basketball Operations, Jeff Weltman. Jeff, I want to go back, if you don't mind, maybe three or four weeks. I don't know that I've heard from you your reaction when you found out the Magic got the number one pick. Kind of take us through that day and then that revelation when, when you saw the Magic up there first. Seems like a long time ago now, Dante. Um, I don't know, just elation, excitement, you know, knowing that, that – um, that you're going to add a, a, a really good player to our team and, and someone that we get to handpick without any kind of interference. Yeah, absolutely. Did you give? I mean, how much credit does Joel get for being in that room and kind of making the whole thing happen? And do you wish he could have got you a message of some kind, which I guess is impossible? 
I don't know about a message because like uh, that could get kind of dicey, but I will say that Joel um, did yeoman's work the night of the lottery. And um, if you ask him, he'll tell you all about it. <laughs> all right. Fast forward to now. Here we are the week of the draft. Well, what have the, the three weeks been like? And uh, now holding the golden ticket, as Tim Reynolds said earlier, having the number one pick, that whole experience the last few weeks. You know, uh, it hasn't been so different than, than most drafts. Um, honestly, it's really about the preparation and the process that we kind of work hard to put in place, you know, year after year so that we can, um, you know, get the most accurate readings on, on the players and the people and, and, and how they would, you know, affect our team. So all of our different departments, all of the various layers that we kind of bring to the process, you know, every year we work on those throughout the whole season to improve um, to improve them. And so uh, I don't think it's been that different. I guess, you know, the only difference is you can't have any calls about trading up. <laughs> Other than that, it's pretty much been the same process. Yeah, I should know this, but have you been part of an organization that's had the number one pick? And, and if not, you mentioned earlier some of the conversations you've had with other teams that have had the number one pick and maybe some tidbits that they gave you. Yeah, we had um, we had uh, one of our guys actually reach out. It was a really interesting exercise, and it wasn't my idea um, that he reached out to um, a group of teams that have recently had the number one pick. And uh, some of the nuggets were kind of interesting. Like, you know, what I said in the press conference was one, don't get don't get um, married too soon. You know, let the process play out, even though you have kind of control over it. Don't don't uh, assume that you still aren't going to learn new things as you go. Um, so. Um, uh, but, you know, I would say those are like more nuanced, you know, I don't think those are real, uh, um, uh, probably huge difference makers. They, they've kind of like brought about a couple interesting conversations. How much has this changed from when you started the whole draft process to now when you get a guy in what you're able to do now? Uh, well, the actual draft visit or the whole process, the actual visit or process, how, how, how much this whole entire operation has changed? Uh, I mean, you know, well, put it this way, Dante, when I got here, here, not not when I got to the NBA, you know, 30 something years ago, when I got here to Orlando, I would say we probably had about, you know, 35 people on staff, maybe pushing 40. And we're at 60 now. <laughs> so um, it's changed rapidly and it's for the better. It's it's we're, we're, we're all doing better work. And I think the league is much more competitive. You know, there are fewer places where you can kind of um, feel that you can kind of gain a, a, an easy advantage. Um, so the process itself uh, is all about, you know, getting to know people. And, um, you know, it starts in Chicago when you sit with them in, in hotel rooms and watch them, you know, do their uh, performance testing and that sort of stuff. So um, um, but but, yeah, it's changed a lot. I mean, with technology and with a number of people and with the um, um, different lenses that are available to us now, the process ha- has definitely changed significantly. What are some of the pillars you can tell us? When, when you sit down and talk and visit with some of these guys, I, I think we have a good idea of the kind of people you're looking for, but what are kind of some of the pillars you put in place when you're deciding who's going to be the number one pick? Yep. Well, I mean, obviously there there's an on-court component. There's a performance component. Um, you know, there's a uh, um, personality uh, component. Um, and um, an analytics component. I mean, I can kind of go on and on, but basically, how do we flesh out um, the most complete picture that we can of 
the person and the player and um, where that person and where that player are on their developmental curve because we're dealing with 19 and 20-year-olds mostly. How comfortable, do you, do you ever feel comfortable going into draft night? Obviously, you know you've done your work, but is there still nervousness? Is there still stuff that goes into it? And what do you expect the next couple of days to look like as you kind of zero in on a decision? Uh, I mean, you know, there's always excitement because you kind of feel like you've worked hard to put the team in place to make an improvement on that night. Um, I wouldn't say a nervousness, but I would say, you know, um, very much uh, uh, a state of preparation because obviously, as we all know, like stuff happens on the clock, stuff happens during the draft. And part of what we work really hard to do is try to troubleshoot or predict that, or even maybe predictively close off some avenues. So we may get a call on the clock that might be a tricky call, but if we've already said, listen, if teams are going to try to go here or there, those are calls we're not going to be interested in on draft night. And I try to be communicative of that with the other uh, GMs around the league to let them know that um, if we should be having talks about something, let's try to do it earlier in the week because um, we don't like to be um, you know, made to make a, a decision without all of our resources being applied to it. How important is that, all those extra layers and the, and the staff that you have to kind of troubleshoot all scenarios? It's everything. I mean, it's everything. You know, without that, you're kind of um, you're you're kind of honestly you're playing checkers with everybody else around you playing chess. So uh, you need to have all those you know processes and 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 uh, um, all the applications put in place, or you're not going to be competitive. All right. Lastly, what excites you the most about this player you're going to get? You know that this player is going to have a lot of potential, a lot of talent, going to add it to an already up and coming team. Who? What excites you, and what should excite the fan base most about Thursday night? I just know that we're going to get a, a, a really talented player with all the attributes that we're looking for, you know, skill level, size, IQ, character. And, you know, we're going to add him to a group that we feel we're already growing um, with all of those traits. So, uh, um, you know, throw in the kind of uh, connective tissue of the coaching staff's integration into our players and the players getting to know one another for a year now. Um, throw in the fact that we're going to move into the new Advent practice facility next month. Um, there's just a whole lot of good stuff going on. And I think that once we add another um, talented player with, who's all about the right stuff, um, it just increases our ceiling, and, and you know we're going to build it you know, with all the excitement that we've been doing. Outstanding. Everybody's excited, and good luck to you on Thursday night. Thank you so much, Dante. David, what's the line from Airplane? Good luck, and we're all counting hey, good on Good luck, you. we're all counting on <laughs> <Good luck>. You <laughs> gave him that one, didn't you? Right? I gave him that Walking one. right out of the building. <laughs> that's exactly that right. That was beautiful. Because I, I think that's how we're all feeling, no question <laughs> yeah. about it. And we know that they've done their due diligence, and they'll get it right, no question. We're about... 25 minutes away from the official start of the 2022 NBA Draft. Thanks so much for listening to our draft show presented by Socios.com. Be more than a fan with Socios.com. Follow us at Socios USA on Twitter and Instagram and check out Socios.com to learn more. When we come back, we're going to get your comments. we got comments pouring in on the Magic YouTube page, so we'll get to some of those as well. You can call us, 407-916-8255, 407-916-8255. Or if you're like Jake and you hate talking on the phone, you can text us, 50857, 50857. Fair. We want to know. We want to know who you want to hear their name called here as the first overall pick. We'll be back. More of the draft show after this. 
Going back to the school can be difficult, but Florida Technical College showed me the way. Thanks to FTC, I got my diploma in medical billing and coding. My name is Carla Finol, and now I'm working as an NBC office coordinator. See why Florida Technical College has been the choice of people like you since 1982. Learn more about our diploma, associate, and bachelor's degree programs at ftccollege.edu or call 888-981-9707. FTC, your partner in success. Our magic never compromise on the court. And magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Headed to the Amway Center for a Magic Game concert or event? Visit the Orlando Market behind Section 104 to enjoy items made with locally grown and sourced ingredients with Fresh from Florida. Visit followfreshfromflorida.com to find recipes and in-season items. So next time you're at the grocery store, choose Fresh from Florida. Not only are you getting locally grown food that's more fresh, you're also helping support Florida farmers. Supporting Florida farmers is always in season. Join the Fresh from Florida Club. Headed downtown for a Magic or Solar Bears game or maybe a concert? Whatever the event is, you should come check out Sky Lounge at Amway Center. Located on the sixth floor, Sky Lounge is an elevated nightlife experience that features craft cocktails and the best panoramic rooftop views of downtown Orlando. Now renovated and under new management, Sky Lounge has an upbeat and welcoming atmosphere that you'll definitely want to experience. Sky Lounge is open Fridays and Saturdays as well as all game and event days. Book a reservation now at skyloungeamway.com. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles, but the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. Make this the year you go to our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Tickets are on sale now at AXS.com. A weekend full of superstar performances, never seen before collaborations, and once-in-a-lifetime moments you'll have to see to believe. Friday, September 23rd, and Saturday the 24th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Our 2022 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Buy your tickets now at AXS.com. You are listening to the Orlando Magic 2022 NBA Draft Show, presented by Socios.com on FM 96.9 The Game. And we're back, the 2022 NBA Draft Show, presented by Socios.com. You can get your official 2022 Magic Draft hat. You can get your own in the same style, the official draft hat that will be worn on stage by our number one pick. Visit OrlandoMagicShop.com to get yours today. And one of the coolest things about doing this, David, you've done a number of these, and we're going to talk to the number one pick on this broadcast. We'll get the first interview with this individual. So Trish Wingerson, uh, who does a terrific job for the communications team, she's up there at Barclays Center in Brooklyn, and she will... She'll corral the number one pick, and she'll get them on the, on the line for us. So that's exciting as well. Yeah, that's a big part of what we do on this uh, draft show, and uh, it's uh, 
it's a great benefit for our fans who are yep. tuned in because you're going to hear the first comments for the number one pick in the NBA draft right here. And uh, the excitement will be, I'm sure, in this building, regardless of who it is. I mean, uh, you know, I, I guess fans have their guy. You know, if you yes. talk to a fan, yes. they have their guy. It's got to be Chet. It's got to be Paolo. It's got to be Jabari. But I think when the pick is made, I'll be surprised if there's anything but a positive response because, you know, they're all three right. rated very, very high. There's a, a clear top tier of players in this draft. So I think you're going to come out with a terrific player regardless. And I think that's interesting. Maybe that's something that has changed since, like, 93, for instance. I mean, nobody had any idea yeah. who Penny, Penny. was, yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody that's had seen right. Chris Webber, obviously, in the deep run, and Michigan was so high profile. Now, boy, if you don't have, if you don't know who these three guys are, yeah. you have so many resources. You can watch every second of basketball they ever played if you want to. You're most definitely out of the loop, under a rock or right. because, like I said, Everyone here will say something different who they want, but once the selection come in, they'll be like, okay, I'm happy That's with right. them anyway. It's not going to be a fall-up like, what? Like, nah, they're going to be like, okay, but I wanted him, but he, yeah, yeah, he's just as good. So yeah. it's going to be a Unless we go way off, though. If it's EJ Liddell, then I think probably you might hear some booze. <laughs> might be some booze. <laughs> but, you know, I think back when I, when I think <laughs> of it. I think that's safe to say. <laughs> when, when, I, when I think of a draft with three clear-cut top guys. Yes. 2014. Right? Andrew Wiggins. Okay. Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker. Joel Embiid. Very good point. And, you know, Andrew Wiggins now, what is this, eight years into his NBA career? He's he's finally hit. It's a great point. He's finally hit his peak. It took him eight years. Jabari Parker. He's an all-star. Right? Yeah. yeah. Jabari Parker has had all kinds of injuries. Right. He has not had a great career. And then Joel Embiid has been the third pick. Philly would have taken, if they'd had one or no two, question. they would not have taken Joel Embiid. They would have taken Parker or Wiggins. There were so many concerns about injuries with him. Exactly. So That's a really my, good point. My point is, yeah, you look at these guys, they're 19 years old, and nobody really knows, nobody really knows no. who's going to be the guy to rise to the top. So you do your due diligence, you do all your research, you make your best bet, and then you just go forward and hope you got the right guy. Well, it's interesting to call. You're talking 19 and 20, right? Jabari just turned 19 a month ago, right? Wow. That's amazing. Wow. Chad Holmgren that? is 20, right? So you got Ludwig here who says, please, it's got to be Jabari or Paulo. You've got a lot that say it's got to be Chad Holmgren. You got Jeanette Sanchez that says we need Jabari Smith. I mean, it, it's. It's interesting to me because I think if you ask 30 general managers, I think you'll get 10 for each guy. I think if you poll 30 fans, you'll get 10 for each guy. Right? Yeah. It seems to you guys' point, you can make a case for each one of those oh, three. No question about it, right, Number Jake? one. Throw Jaden Ivey in there. I, I, I've Jay talked Nivey to a whole bunch there. of fans today who want Jaden Ivey. That's I, right. I mean, and, and look, he's a great prospect. I think it is interesting, and, and I love the example that David used because, you know, Wiggins, it, there are still still people who think Andrew Wiggins is a bust and a disappointment <laughs> just because yeah. he was the top pick. He's right. a very, very good basketball yes. player, no an all-star, and the Warriors do absolutely not win that championship without him. Um, but the level of expectations are so high, so soon that we just don't know. And I also think this, Paolo Bancaro to Orlando might look different than Paolo Bancaro to Houston, might look different than Paolo Bancaro to Oklahoma City, and vice versa. Situations, cultures, and and, and systems, and coaching staffs, and all of that stuff weighs in, absolutely. Well, David, we've got a question here. Uh, What about Mo Bamba? And I think it's interesting. So Hank Hill writes in, will Mo Bamba be coming back? And I think if if you look at the if you look at our roster constitution, I right. looked this up. I know you did, too. We've got 10 guys under contract. As of June 30th, Mo Wagner's contract will be fully guaranteed. Right. We imagine Mo will be back. 
Uh, Devin Kennedy can opt in. We know he signed a multi-year deal. He's going to join us about 9 o'clock here on this I program. Think, I think oh, Devin is partially guaranteed, right? Partially guaranteed. Partially guaranteed. He can opt in. Uh, he, he can opt in fully, and, and, and we'll see if he when that becomes fully guaranteed as well. So call it maybe 11 of your 15 spots are taken, right? You're going to add the number one pick, maybe the 32nd pick, and move it around. As you look at... Well, Bull Bull, too, is, is, Bull Bull, part, there's is part of there's the mix, a, too. Bull Bull, if he's able to come back. Look at a guy like Mo Bamba, who's going to be a free agent. He's restricted. Right. What are your thoughts on... Well, he on, did... On I think he did enough to give the Magic a lot to think about as far as bringing him back. Yeah. I felt like he had by far his best year. He stayed right. healthy. Um, he, he, was, uh, he showed signs of, you know, the motor that you're looking for in a big guy like that. Clearly, the three-point shot is his strength still. Yes. So you'd like to see him develop more of his offensive game. And already a terrific shot blocker, but uh, I think he did enough to give the Magic a lot to think about. It'll all shake out after the draft what they decide to do with Bowl Bowl. I'm not sure how you keep Bamba and Bowl on the same roster. So, uh, mm. you know, we'll, we'll see what happens and if you at, like both, going forward. You might look at the money. Yeah. Right? That might be that's that determining factor, yeah. right? You know, if you're, if you're looking I at that. I can see. I think teams are going to – I think somebody's going to throw a big contract off for yeah. Mo Bamba. I mean, there's still then a whole he, bunch of upside well. there, he right? Played well he played very year. well to close the year out for sure. Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted out, as I just reported on our NBA draft show on ESPN, Duke's Paolo Bancaro has joined Auburn's Jabari Smith under serious consideration to be the franchise's number one overall pick. Oh. There's a real chance draft boards could get blown up at the top of the lottery. If nothing else, let's blow up some draft boards. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm nothing here else. For. I'm all for blowing that's up draft boards. That's what I'm boards. here for. You know wow. what I'm saying? So be we're going to let you marinate on that. We'll give you our thoughts when we come back. Paulo Well, Woj doesn't, doesn't know what he's talking he, about. I, I, I tell you what. Let me say this. I'm, I'm hoping one day, joke, I'm hoping one day he joke. gets I'm hoping he gets something right one day. But let me tell you this. If we can get through tonight without mentioning Kyrie Irving, that'll be a win for me. Thank you, We already mentioned it. You already did it. One and done. That was it. I'm with with you i'm with you so we're gonna th- get your thoughts on that paulo bancaro joining the conversation for number one for the orlando magic more of the 2022 nba draft show presented by socios.com when we return after this when it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Dunking on the competition? Very satisfying. But what makes it all possible? Teamwork. At Ring Central, our game plan is simple message, video, and phone, all together on a platform built to run and grow your business. Because when everyone can communicate and collaborate, you're not just playing together, you're playing to win. Discover what we could do for your team. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central, message, video, phone, together. Experience magic together with 2022-23 Orlando Magic season tickets. With more access, benefits, and games, the tickets are just the beginning. You can witness amazing buzzer beaters, nonstop entertainment, and the biggest matchups of the season at Amway Center. Join the Magic family today and lock in your 2022-23 season tickets at orlandomagic.com slash season. With a loyal blue membership, you can be a part of something special. Don't miss out. Secure your seats now. 
Hurry in to Mattress Firm's July 4th sale. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase, up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save $500 on all Tempur-Breeze mattresses and get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. At Mountain Dew, we believe you shouldn't take everything so seriously. Like not being able to keep up with all the latest internet memes, not serious. Not being able to log into your crypto account, serious. Not being able to remember your partner's favorite color, kind of serious. Not being able to remember your partner's eye color, very serious. Making sure you have plenty of Mountain Dew around when you're having a good time, serious. Borrowing a Mountain Dew from your friend, not serious. Borrowing one every day, that might be getting serious. Mountain Dew, the only thing we take seriously is to do the do. Every 51 minutes, someone dies in a drunk driving crash. If you think it can't happen to you or that your actions won't affect others, think again. I got behind the wheel drunk and caused a crash that took the lives of two young women. Before you drink, have a plan and know all your options. One bad decision can last forever. Take it from me, Eric, prison inmate P22679. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. You are listening to the Orlando Magic 2022 NBA Draft Show, presented by Socios.com. On FM 96.9 The Game. It's a 2022 NBA Draft Show presented by Socios.com. Be more than a fan with Socios.com. Follow us at Socios USA on Twitter and Instagram. Check out Socios.com to learn more. Well, we just mentioned before the break that Paolo Bancaro has joined the conversation per Adrian Wojnarowski. Bo, do you guys follow Woj? Former players, players, right? Are you guys as invested in Woj as all of us? As all of us uh, are? Media guys? I don't think you have no choice but to follow Woj. <laughs> if, you, if you're involved in anything basketball, Woj is going to mention something. You're going to be like, man, did you see what happened? Did you see what happened? So if you don't follow him, you're going to pay attention, and it, he's going to keep you in the loop of what's being said around the league. How he gets the information, I don't know. But it's he amazing. has a phone line direct to everybody. Well, the draft show officially starts at 8 o'clock. The Magic will go on the clock about 8.05, and we expect the first pick to be made about 8.10. So we're getting about 20 minutes away from that first pick. David, your thoughts when you hear that Paolo Bancaro, we knew it would be one of these three, right? Yeah. So probably not a huge surprise, but everybody had Jabari Smith, and now we're here, and Paolo has joined that conversation. Not really a, a surprise, Dante, because, again, the three players are all seen at, pretty much on the same tier, on the same level right. by the basketball experts. And, you know, the magic, you talk with Jeff Weltman. He, he discussed it with you in the interview. There's so much research that goes into this. They, so they talk to everybody. They've been watching these, these young men for many years because yeah. Paolo Bancaro has been on the radar for a long time. He was a big-time athlete in the eighth grade. Kind of like Jalen Suggs and a lot of these NBA athletes, uh, both you know they're 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 on the radar. They're spotted early for at their athleticism, whether it's football or basketball. Paolo was a great football player in the eighth and ninth grade. So another two-sport athlete, but uh, great athlete, great college player at Duke last year. And so it wouldn't surprise me if that's the guy the Magic take. Wouldn't surprise me at all because again, you're going to take one of these three. 
and you're going to do all your research, and then you're going to you're going to make your best bet when you have the number one pick. How much stock? Yeah, that's a great point. And he, it sounds like had he stayed with football, he was a great football player. He could have been a Division I football a six, player. Ten quarterback or running back. I know, like LeBron. Like, what position uh, right? did he play? He was quarterback in ninth grade, but then he had to stop to go into. Yeah, that ain't going to work. But he, but he had to make the decision to go into basketball. And his, his father, his uncle, they both played football at Washington, so he comes from a, from a football family. But, Jake, how much stock do you put in? We always say it doesn't matter come the tournament time. The body of work is done. You can't, you, can't make or, you can't make or break your lottery position based on how you play in the tournament. But when a guy on the biggest stage of his career plays his best basketball, like Van Caro did, Right, he played five NCAA tournament games, helped his team get to the final four in Coach K's final year. All the pressure that came with that, he shot 53% from three. He shot 19 points a game, played his best basketball in the most meaningful time. How much stock should be put in that? I think obviously it, it, it's part of the equation. I think sometimes we overreact. I put it all on that. Well, it, I think I always do. I think people like you and I sort of obscure yes. that viewpoint because I would we take, only watch two or three games. I would take all. I would take everybody on St. Peter's would be in my lottery. <laughs> right, right. The guy, never, the guy with the mustache. The guy who's never had a sandwich before. <laughs> I think that's the same guy. I think the guy with the mustache is the guy who's yeah, never had exactly. a sandwich. Exactly. That guy would be Which, a By the way, we get him off my draft board. The fact that he's never had a sandwich. Um, that's right. No, but I do think there's okay. So for instance, Eric. Musselman, uh, our body, head coach at Arkansas, coached against all three of these guys, That's Chet, right. Paolo, um, and Jabari. And he said after the fact, he said Paolo's the one that we had no answer for um, physically. And I think I look into stuff like that because look at that Arkansas team. There's a lot of pros. It's a, it's a former pro coach, they, and, and they're bad boys. Yeah. Long, they, long and athletic and tough. It was and a well very coached. tough, well-coached football, that, that uh, tough. Uh, basketball team, and, and, and football came, came out of my mouth because some of those guys uh, uh, would sort of look like that. So I do think you can read into that a little bit. The fact that Paolo Bancaro played against an Arkansas team and against a lot of teams at the highest level and dominated physically, I mean, I think comfortably you could say he was the best player in college basketball last oh, year, yeah. right? No question. Right. Yeah, and, right. so, and like, yeah. so I think you can read into that if somebody has a bad game in the tournament no i'm not knocking them down five six spots on my draft board that sure, happens sure. chet for instance against the same arkansas team um but with that said i mean i i think you have to look into that at the highest level and i do think paolo has a little bit more than the other two maybe like superstar sort of uh personality it doesn't seem like the lights are too bright for him he seems like he's ready for all of this being the number one pick or at least being in new york and being up there uh, on the stage i think he's got a little bit of that uh, i want all the smoke uh, uh, as the kids are saying in them. And so, <laughs> the, kids, the kids are saying that. And I think that, that matters. Yeah. I, when you're the top pick and you're going to be the face of a franchise, you, you better be ready for it. But you, like you said, that bright light thing, he went to Duke. They're used to that stage. Yeah. It's a big stage. And it was Coach K's last year, so yeah. the stage got even bigger. And if you really look at it, they were not the talk of that conference. But tournament time came, as you say, they got to the final four. You you wouldn't say they were final. I didn't think they were final four team uh-uh. until the tournament started. I'm like, that's okay, true. That's they're true. really playing well at the biggest time, like you said, stepping up. The light was the brightest because Coach K's last game. They didn't win their last game against North Carolina. And you could have thought they could have laid it down. That's right. I think they got in that locker room and said, hey, we got to play better for Coach K. 
and he was the leader of that group. Let me ask you a question, Bo. Do you think sometimes it works against guys when they go to, 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 to a Duke and you've got Mark Williams and you've got Griffin and all these guys are going to be drafted probably you know, back half of the first round? He played with three or four other likely pros, likely NBA pros. That's a good thing, right? But I, I feel like sometimes people use it as a knock. Like, of course he looked good. He was on an all-star team. Yeah, it's not bad because you, you're playing with guys that you say are going to be potential pros, so they have the pro mentality. Yeah. They know how to play the game. And if you look at Duke's system, it was really in the offense. It was basketball players making plays. Yeah. They ran a set play. How often did they run a set play? They, they made basketball plays. Coach gave them the freedom to kick the ball up. You make a basketball, make an NBA decision. If I have a shot, make a play, not kick it back. No over dribbling, no unnecessary dribbling, making basketball plays, and that's why they were successful. Mm. You well, know, I, I looked at his last 11 games, not just the tournament, but his last 11 games in, in college at Duke. That's end of the regular season and tournament play. He averaged 19 points, six and a half rebounds, four assists, 52 percent from the field, 45 percent threes, Ooh. and 11 game sample. And that's an 11. That's the last 11 games. And I've seen freshmen in college. I've seen other college players. Bradley Beal at Florida. He played one year at Florida. Yep, right. He was, you know, a good player for the first half of the season. And then the second half of the season, he took off for the Gators. And he was clearly a, a sure. premier NBA prospect. I think he was the third pick in the draft that year. Yeah. So I, I like it when a guy plays that's at the really highest good. level. And he gets better as the season goes on as a 19-year-old freshman. And then in the NCAA tournament, he's the best player in the tournament. That tells me a lot right there. You finish the season strong. Yeah. Starting to figure something out. And figure that, something that, out. What you say the tournament is a game, what, 35, 36, 37? Yeah. So, therefore, that's going to be mid part of the season. So, therefore, you're going to need that kid in the, in the NBA season of 82 games. Yeah, that's a good Start point. figuring things out. Yeah. And can I finish this season? In 11 that games, that's, that's a pretty good sample size. Isn't that the exact amount of games Kyrie Irving played? <laughs> Duke, Here I we go with the United yeah. 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 Come, Come on. on. You're not supposed to say <laughs> that. that many, was it? Oh, that's right. Oh, I ruined it. Uh, didn't even get, I forgot. It's in his blood. My Everybody's bad. talking about My it right bad. now. Okay, so we're getting a lot of comments. Boy, these guys are really selling Paolo Bancaro. All right, so let's be fair. So let's look at Jabari Smith. We're heavy on Ben Carroll because that's what they said. He's joined the conversation, conversation for number one. And a lot of people on here are saying, you guys have won me over on Paolo Ben Carroll. Yeah. Right? So this is some good information. And I think you're right. Uh, Michael Henderson in, in, in particularly crediting Jake Chapman for winning him over. All right. So I think that's good. But I think a lot of people are fine with Smith or Ben Carroll. But let's be fair. Let's go down the middle and let's look at Jabari Smith. How does Jabari Smith fit into this team. A team that's been perennially 28th, 29th in three-point percentage, they, they field goal fit. percentage. Yeah. He's a guy that can stand out there and knock down shots, too. And that's what you want. Like I said, Allen Houston, a guy can flat out shoot the ball. Is there a spot on the court that Smith cannot shoot the ball from? Mm, I don't no. think so. Would you say, don't shoot this shot, don't shoot that shot? If he has the ball anywhere on that court, you're comfortable with that guy making a play for you and making a pretty good shot attempt at any time. That's a guy you say, I need him because he's a flat-out shooter. And I might think he's more of a shooter than a scorer. Yeah. He is, the scorer is the guy who's a slasher. John Morant's a scorer. I think Smith's more of a shooter. He's the guy that can catch and shoot, but I'm not saying he cannot create his own shot. There's a big difference. Yeah. Sure. So that's going to be key in him. I guess, like I say, if he's with Houston, he's with Oklahoma, or he's with us. Does he fit? Yes. Like I said, you can put your hat, you can put a, a cup with them names in there, and you pick one out, you will not go wrong. Yeah, I think that that, that is very true. Um, 
the thing that he can't do so far, they're all 19 years old, so they all have flaws in their games right 100%. now. But what Jabari can't do right now that Van Carroll can yeah. is put the ball on the floor yeah. and, yes. and get to the basket and have a mid-range game. Van Carroll has a beautiful mid-range game. His three-point shot is not as sweet as Jabari Smith. And, you know, he was at 34% last year for the season. But, again, he finished the last 11 games 45% from beyond the arc. And that's when the games were the most important games. So he's going to be able to shoot the three. Maybe not ever as well as Jabari Smith Jr., but he's going to be an adequate three-point shooter. And when you need a bucket, he's a guy that you're going to be able to give the ball to. How many times have we said on the air? you got to have a guy, when the shot clock's running down, you can put the ball in his hands, Don't and he can get you his shot. That's it. I heard, and Carroll will be able to do that. I heard Fred Fraschilla on the way in on Sirius Radio, to your point, David, say, of the three, Carroll's the, the one that can be a, a number one option out right. of those three. To, to your point, go get your basket. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to duck in one final break. When we come back, the Orlando Magic will officially be on the clock and we will kick off the 2022 NBA draft show this is our draft show presented by socios.com keep those comments coming we are about 10 minutes away from the magic making the first pick in the 2022 NBA draft we'll come back with the magic on the clock when we return after this dunking on the competition very satisfying but what makes it all possible teamwork at ring central our game plan is simple Message, video, and phone, all together on a platform built to run and grow your business. Because when everyone can communicate and collaborate, you're not just playing together, you're playing to win. Discover what we could do for your team. Visit RingCentral.com and say hello to possibilities. RingCentral. Message, video, phone. Together. At Mountain Dew, we believe you shouldn't take everything so seriously. Like not being able to keep up with all the latest internet memes, not serious. Not being able to log into your crypto account, serious. Not being able to remember your partner's favorite color, kind of serious. Not being able to remember your partner's eye color, very serious. Making sure you have plenty of Mountain Dew around when you're having a good time, serious. Borrowing a Mountain Dew from your friend, not serious. Borrowing one every day, that might be getting serious. Mountain Dew, the only thing we take seriously is to do the do. Going back to the school can be difficult, but Florida Technical College showed me the way. Thanks to FTC, I got my diploma in medical billing and coding. My name is Carla Finol, and now I'm working as NBC office coordinator. See why Florida Technical College has been the choice of people like you since 1982. Learn more about our diploma, associate, and bachelor's degree programs at ftccollege.edu or call 888-981-9707. FTC. Your partner in success. Hey, Central Florida. Don't you miss when life was easy? I sure do. R.C. Hill here from R.C. Hill Mitsubishi. Today, buying a car is as easy as one and done. Visit just one dealership, put just $1 down, and you're done. You could drive a new Mitsubishi today, like the all-new 2022 Outlander in stock and ready for delivery. So if you hate your old ride, give it the old one and done, because you could drive a nice new car for just $1 down. Has buying a car been a hassle in the past? We've got the one and done solution for every situation still owe on your current loan or lease one and done payments too high one and done nervous about past credit mishaps one and done it's that easy so ditch your old ride regardless of miles or condition and drive a nicer newer car for just one dollar down only at my one and done sale at rc hill mitsubishi i'm rc hill i'm your car dealer next door see all the cars online at rchill.com that's rchill.com credit and one dollar down require bank approval stock number one five seven four one dollar down 289 per month for 72 months at 5.9 apr visit rchill.com for 
Verizon 5G is here with the coverage of 5G nationwide and the unprecedented performance of ultra-wideband, the fastest 5G in the world in more and more cities. 5G ultra-wideband is built with ultra-low lag, which means fans can now stream the game without missing any of the action. This is 5G built right for basketball fans. 5G ultra-wideband available only in parts of select cities. 5G nationwide available in 2,700-plus cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. Every 51 minutes, someone dies in a drunk driving crash. If you think it can't happen to you or that your actions won't affect others, think again. I got behind the wheel drunk and caused a crash that took the lives of two young women. Before you drink, have a plan and know all your options. One bad decision can last forever. Take it from me, Eric, prison inmate P22679. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. WYGM Orlando, WJRR HD2 Cocoa Beach. Listen live on iHeartRadio. Now. No, seriously, do it now. You are listening to the Orlando Magic 2022 NBA Draft Show, show. Presented, presented by, by Socios.com. And how about that? This place is rocking. Guys, I thought it was electric last year in this building. What do you guys make of the atmosphere inside Amway Center tonight, fellas? Um, this is all new to me right here. This is about to be amazing because the excitement for this this call right here. I think uh, you're probably looking at 10,000, 12,000 people in here right Man, now. This is great. It's a great crowd. 10,000, 12,000 people. They're already waiting on pins and needles. Adam Silver is at the podium to officially kick off the 2022 draft and put the Orlando Magic on the clock. Well, guys, it could be any one of those three. We now assume it could be two, Jabari Smith or, or Paolo Boncaro. What do you think those two guys are thinking right now, Bo? How badly does each of those guys want to be the number one pick? They look like, let it be me, let it be me. That's what it is. Right? They've got millions of reasons to want to be the number one pick. Yes, they do. There's a lot on the line here. Yeah. But I think about these fans, guys, as we look around and as we're getting ready to start this, these fans have been phenomenal. You've been here since day one, David. These fans have been faithful. They've been loyal. They've stayed with this team through thick and thin. You're about as happy as anything for them that they get to have this experience. Yeah, right? it's, been, uh, it's been too many years that the Magic have not had the relevance that this yeah. franchise really deserves. Yeah, right. um, it's got a great, colorful history. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, Penny Hardaway, a championship contender, five years, four or five years into existence. Another great run with Dwight Howard in 2008, 2009. And even in the years that they were not championship contenders, you had the heart and hustle team. You had personality. You had Bo Outlaw, Darrell Armstrong, Ben Wallace. That team was fun to watch. You had Tracy McGrady, one of the top five players in the NBA for, what, six or seven years? Four years, I guess, with the Orlando Magic. So this, this franchise has a great history, and I think a lot of young fans don't understand that. But That's now with point. the number one pick, you got a chance with recent draft picks, and they look very, very good. This franchise is on the rise, and that's going to be fun to watch. These fans deserve it. And you know what, that's a great point. They do deserve it because they've been there, they've been loyal, and now you've got to get some of that relevance that you mentioned now with the number one pick. And there's an exciting young core, let's face it, that you're going to build around. And the, the energy in this building the last month or two of the season, I thought, kind of indicated all that. Yeah, right? I realize we have the number one pick. The whole lower bowl is full. <laughs> I know. There, I <laughs> mean, I realize tickets are free and we have the number one pick. The entire lower bowl is full. And you remember last year, it was almost the first time 
because of the pandemic that we all were like that's true in one place yeah, and able to right. like touch elbows you know and not everybody it, it, it was just it sort of felt like we released a whole bunch of exercise a bunch of demons last year this is more like it i mean this is there's a whole lot of people here and mm-hmm. rightfully so but this is, this is very impressive now there was there equal cheers go. there e- you go equal cheers for jabari smith who they just put on the jumbotron and paulo bancaro who they just put on they're on the clock. We and the Orlando Magic are officially on the clock. You know what I go, guys. You know what I just felt like when I saw those pictures? When you're at the camp and you put your hand over the kid's head, who gets the cheers? Right, right, right. Who gets the most cheers? That was that was amazing right now. Now wait a second, should we go based on the suits? What did you guys think about the about the gear? Batero is hands down. Paul's got a purple double breasted thing. I like it. I don't know what was on there. Some 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 t-shirts. Larry O'Brien trophies or something. He wants he wants that to be a number one suit. That's what he wants. Looks like a number one suit. I will say that much. That was sweet. And you think about the decision. It's easy to look back and say, hey, you got the right guy in Dwight Howard. That was not an easy decision between him and Emeka Okafor. This is not an easy decision. The Chris Webber trade for Penny Hart. These are not easy decisions. No. Aside from Shaquille O'Neal, was probably a pretty easy. Right. Yeah, that was easy. I think. Did you have a feeling it'd be Shaq and well, you knew when you drafted Shaq that everything was going to change right, right. immediately. He played three years at LSU, right. so you knew what you were getting. Now, as you pointed out, the Weber-Penny Hardaway thing, that was that was a bold move by this yes. franchise to yeah. trade the number one pick. Danny Ainge did it, uh, as we know, and got Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum several years back with the number three pick. But uh, the Orlando Magic uh, have had great success. They've nailed it three times in franchise history. Absolutely nailed the number one pick. Yes, they have. So let's hope this one is uh, number four. Well, it's always been brighter days right afterwards, haven't there, Ben, after you make that pick. And uh, what, I'm trying to look. What are those th- those pins on his suit? He's got, he's got like, studs or something on Paolo's I have no suit. clue what those are. Well, Adrian Wojnarowski went on the clock and said they the Magic are expected to take Paolo Bancaro. And there there Woj again. He just went go. on there. So that's the feeling that he gets. We're wow. going to find out in about three minutes. Three minutes. I guess anything could happen. You, and if you believe right? Twitter, well, you believe Twitter. It's, I don't know if it's Twitter. Every every time Woj says something, it's a pretty good chance it kind of happens. <laughs> pretty good so, chance. Hey, Woj is, I don't know how he's that accurate, but he's pretty good. Well, the amazing thing is he didn't even mention this possibility until about 15 minutes ago. This is true. So, <laughs> exactly right. That, that is a tight-lipped front office in this day and making age, this decision. In the, that, in that's the hard to do. information age with all the leaks. What did Jeff tell you? We've got about 60 people in our basketball operation now. How do you keep 60 people quiet in 2022? I mean, that's be, very impressive. It would be easier for me to get the missile launch coach from Morad <laughs> than yeah, it would be that, to get a... That's a good way, that's a good <laughs> way to keep things buttoned up. Don't tell Ponte or me or David anything. Too. Don't tell the broadcaster. That's step one. But you got an easier chance than prying something out of this front office. That's amazing. That's there's something, impressive. There's something to be said for that. So if it is Paolo Bancaro, this is a guy that we're expected to be able... No, he, he's not going to come in and do it all right away. We've got to remember he's 19 years old, guys, right? He's going to have ups and downs throughout his rookie year if that's where they end up going. But this is a guy, if it is Paolo, how does he make his teammates better? Sounds like he's a playmaker. He can score. He could be a go-to option eventually. He could be a great fit here in Orlando. I don't think he has to make his teammates better. I think he just has to play with his teammates. You know what I'm saying? He's coming to the pro system, so he should be all right if that's the guy we go with. And here we go right here. 
What well, is about to be The said? pick is in, Mr. Marcatelli. The pick is in, and we're expecting Commissioner Adam Silver to make his way to the podium here momentarily, and he's making his way now. As we look around Amway Center, this place is packed, folks. And we're going to await the official word here in just a moment. NBA Your Orlando Magic select. Paolo Bancaro is the pick in excitement. to the Orlando Magic, the number one overall pick. Here yes, we are sir. inside Amway Center, and the place has erupted. I would say that's a great response to Paolo Bancaro. That is wow. an amazing suit, by the way. Yes. An amazing suit. Well, he's very emotional. He's, uh, he's almost uh, in tears with joy and excitement as uh, he makes his way to the podium you know you put in a lot of a lot of hours boy you, you're the only one of the four of us that can speak to this just how much work a young man like paolo bancaro has put in to arrive at this moment he's put in a lot of work and it's, this is the time you say it's paying off but now his journey just started he put on our work to get here and now he's going to continue for the work to let him know he belongs here because now you have that label of being the number one pick in the NBA draft in 2022. So now guess what he got to do? Come out and let him know why he was the number one pick. So that's the only thing he has to deal with. He's got a little more pressure on his uh, shoulders than anybody else in this draft, right? Yes, because like I say, you went to Duke, they, and coming out of Duke, you come out as a professional. And that's what they know. Duke puts out professionals. If you look at the guys that come from Duke, they know how to play the game. Coach K does a great job in letting them understand the game and how to play. And now he's coming to the level where He's going to be a 19-year-old kid with grown men learning how to play this game at a high level. You know, I realize it's 2022 and it's Duke, and these guys are basically pros by the time they get there. The fact that he grew up in Seattle, Washington, and very willingly went across the country yep, and sort of uprooted, I, I, I know that it happens a lot more so, but that tells me something about him. He said, I'm going to find the right place, and I don't care if it's across the country. I'm going to be apart from my friends and family. I'm going to go there because it's going to be the best, the best route to get me where I want to go. Like you said, that guy had a goal. He did his work at home, and now he gave himself the best opportunity by going to Duke. He put in the work, Duke notices, he took advantage of that situation, and now he did his work at Duke, and the NBA noticed it. So, therefore, he's making the journey, like you said, across the country to get the job done to where he wants. And now it's not that far to get down to the southeast here. 39 games he played, 17 points a game, 8 rebounds a game, 34% from 3. And he played some great competition, ACC, right? He had some terrific competition in a, in a year with a lot of pressure, the final season of Coach K. He's an Italian citizen, right? His father, Mario, of Italian descent. That makes you happy. And he played, so all right. So, <laughs> so Marcatelli, all right, I like that as well. And he's being... It's hard to believe. So he seems, guys, he seems to be a little shell shocked. That he's, that he's the number one pick as he sits down. It doesn't seem like he had any sort of an idea 24 hours ago that he was going to be the no. top pick, does it? Well, let's point out that we're going to talk with him pretty soon. Yeah. Yes, we are. Yeah, well, yes, we are. One of the first that, chances to get to hear from him directly will be with us. You know, I think that he has 
you look at all three of those players, in my opinion, he has the most complete game of the three guys. He comes into the NBA with uh, a more complete skill set of NBA ability. So, you know, he's going to be very good right away. He's going to help this ball club, uh, and uh, he'll plug in very nicely with the other players. So I feel like he's most conducive to building an offense around early on in his career, right? Jabari, we talked about, you kind of got to get him the ball, and Chet's he's gonna, sort of He's going to develop uh, other aspects. Give him the ball, aren't they? I yeah. mean, he, he's, well, he's a great passer. Yeah, exactly. He sees the floor. He's a great um, facilitator. Yeah. He can, you can give him the ball. He, decision-making, passing, he's got the whole package. With but the group you got, do you really got to give him the ball? He's a, like he's a basketball player from Duke. At Duke, they didn't also give him the ball. He just played basketball. Yeah, that's right. And I think that's what he's good at. He doesn't have the ball to be successful. Kind of that one-man fast break type thing, right? To get it and go or yes. just keep on, you know, keep on moving it. It is. It's kind of frenetic, and that's that, that plays very well in today's NBA, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. His mother was a basketball player, uh, Rhonda Smith, now Rhonda Smith Van Carroll, Sacramento Monarchs, and uh, she was the 46th overall pick in the WNBA. His dad played football. He was a tight end at Washington. Rhonda's the all-time leading scorer in uh, women's basketball history at, uh, at Washington. So he comes from a lineage, right? He comes from uh, a sports family, a sports background, and now, Bo, he's coming in. This situation with Jamal Mosley, right? I mean, how great is that fit for him? We're all huge Jamal Mosley fans, and now you're the number one pick, and you've got a guy that covets development, and he's not going to put too much on Paulo right away. Probably as good a fit as there could be as far as Jamal Mosley goes, helping him grow. Yes, he's going to help grow because, like you said, he's going to have a lot of life and energy all day. When Banchero has those low days, that's when Coach Mosley is at his best. He's going to pick you up, lift you, positive guy, and, and still push you to, yeah, hey, don't worry about that day. Let's go out here and make this day better, and you're going to have a great support group with you because you got players that have been through the and understand it. Remember when Coach Mosley got here, he said he wanted to build with pace, space in the past. Yeah. Yep. And if you just go through, uh, I'll take any five, but let's just go through the five right now off the top of my head. Martel, Jalen, Franz, Wendell, and Paolo Bancaro. All of those guys can pass. Pace. All of those guys can create. And all of those guys can pace in space, yeah. get out and run. I mean, I think it's, you're going to have a fun offense, but it's not going to be easy to zero in on any of those guys, right? They all are great passers and all should be able and to create for each other. When you say those names, how much do you think t- size and toughness too right absolutely second overall pick is in in the oklahoma city thunder to nobody's surprise go chet holmgren yeah he is the second overall pick which would stand to reason potentially jabari smith will be the third overall pick if i'm here but i don't know it could be Jaden ivy yeah it could be keegan murray they, 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 yeah. to me the draft you would imagine it starts at four, but they could go Jaden Ivey. They could go off the board. We turned everything out of tear with that. We, we, we by no doubt. I mean, nobody had sure any idea what we were doing an hour ago. We come in sideways. We come in sideways on that one. I love it. But this was not a surprise. You, you, you kind of felt like from day one that Sam Presti, Rob Hennigan, that group would covet a guy like Chet Holmgren to go there to OKC and be the go-to guy for that team. Well, he and Giddy are going to be quite the pair. <laughs> That's a couple of long, long, lean uh, basketball players. I just players. want to see Poku and, and Chet on the board. Poku, <laughs> it's a good thing. Do they, do they have protein bars at the facility there? I hope so. I hope so. But oh, he, he's, a, he's, a, he's a super skilled player. fascinating prospect. He fascinating. Is. Fourth in the country in block shots, 3.7 a game. 
39-40% from three. Yeah. I mean, he can shoot the three. He can handle the basketball. He grew nine inches going from eighth to ninth grade. He was 6'2", playing alongside Jalen Suggs. They were on the same team, Minnehaha, in, uh, in Minneapolis. They won state titles together at Minnehaha. Then he had that giant growth spurt. So he was a guard. He was a ball handler at heart until he had that growth spurt. That's only going to help him at the next level, right? Yeah, no, no doubt. Because uh, you got a guy that grows nine inches. There's another guy that was similar to that. Anthony Davis, who grew yeah, okay. about five or six inches yep. in Chicago. And now he changed his game from being a ball handler to uh, uh, a stretch four, as we say now, position this game. There's no different than Chet. He's uh, he's going to get a little bit bigger because Anthony played a little bit of time in college. This is one year. Was he 19 years old? So yeah, and AD, and AD filled out eventually. Yes. I, the interesting thing with Chet is because, you know, if you're going to be that tall and you're going to be able to put it on the deck, you better have that wingspan. Yes. And the only players whose wingspans compare to Chet's are KD's and AD's. Kevin yes. Durant and Anthony Davis actually have 7'4", seven, 7'5", seven, 7'6", seven, wingspans. If you're seven foot, but you don't got that 7'5", wingspan, good luck getting the ball out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. you got to reach down to the ground to dribble like that's kind of the way it works yeah. um so i do think he's going to be able to but but i'm not sure you're going to be able to put the ball in his hands like you can you know a, a durant or anybody like that or even an anthony davis it's going to be he's going to have to sort of feel his way as far as being comfortable with the ball in his hands with that said i think that you know you're talking about a potentially generational defensive player which is the same way last year with mobley i mean i loved Evan mobley last year these guys now, I mean, they're huge. They can move their feet on the perimeter. And a lot of these guys, Mobley and, and Holmgren specifically, they've got defensive instincts. I mean, they just were sort of born to play defensive NBA basketball. And that never happens, I think, with 19-year-olds. I think it's, it's really impressive to be able to, to impact that early in the NBA on that end of the floor. You know, going back to Paolo and thinking about his game, I think he, he's in the mold of uh, – uh, Carmelo Anthony in his prime, you know, big, strong, can get to the basket, gets downhill, and is unstoppable when he's when he starts going downhill. Yeah. Uh, LeBron, you know, nope, you, you don't want to compare him to LeBron James, sure, but sure. you know that kind of big, strong body that we'll just can put handle another, the basketball we'll just put and just get to the basket. I might take one a little bit further. Derek Coleman was yeah. a big guy, 6'10", who can handle the ball Handles. and shoot it, and he can score on all levels. Heck of a player. Yeah. And, and, He's a little bit quicker than Derrick Holmes, but they're both dribble the ball well enough to get your shot off, and that's about what you can put a 6'10 skill player out there on the court. Right. You know, Fran Fraschilla, Carmelo Anthony was the comparison he made. Could be a Carmelo Anthony type. When he came in, was kind of a scorer like this. Added the three-point shots, became a better defender, all those things that, you know, he'll have things that he's going to have to work on, but just the ability to score from three levels. Like, kind of like the all-time greatest. Nothing wrong with if we get, a Hall of Famer. We get Carmelo Anthony at one. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, happy happy. I'm good with that. I think I'm good with that. But, but again, understanding he's not going to be that today. No. He's, this is what he's got to grow old. into. we got to give him time. we got to give him time to grow into it. But the response, guys, from fans online is amazing. Everybody's saying Magic did their due diligence. This is a great front office. This is the best player in the draft. I mean, uh, everybody sees it with Paolo Bancaro. He was the best player in college basketball this year. It's hard to argue. You can't argue with the pick. You, no, you, you can make not. a case for any one of yes, the three. Yes, you can. Yes, but you can. can certainly make a strong case for Paolo, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I, 
lot of the comparisons I've seen have been more forwards. Guys like um, Julius Randle. I saw Chris Webber. I, I think that's almost underselling. And Webber's a great player, Hall of Famer. I think yeah. that's underselling Paolo's playmaking and his yeah. ability with the ball in his hands a little bit. But like Chris he, could, he was could, a good pass at all. He was, he was a great he pass. Was a great but, pass. But, and it was a different time, obviously. Yeah. But I don't. I, nobody's going to tell Paolo to get his butt down on the post. Like Paolo is going to be playing yeah, no. a lot. I think with you know his face in the basket and, and like you said, getting out and going, which is what I want to see. I want to let's, see let's be honest. When you read and you study about Paolo's game, the concerns are on the defensive end. Yeah. Right. So that's where, you know, he's, he's going to have to prove himself. And there's no reason why he can't be a, an elite defender. You're 6'11", 255, yeah. and you can move your feet. You, yeah. you, should, you should have something to, to work on. But that size, with. you're, you're imme- immediately enamored with that size, the physicality, right, Bo, that he's going to be able to play with. Doesn't that kind of give him a little bit of a head start already? As they say, he's NBA ready. His yeah. body is NBA ready. So now all we got to get to his mind to understand how to play the NBA game so you don't overexert yourself be in position rather than try to get to position. So if he getting to position or being in position, there's a big difference. So if he can learn to be in position and know his rotations and assignments, he's going to be fine. And you know what's funny, too? I'll go back to the Eric Musselman article I read. They interviewed all three of them. He, t- he broke down I all saw three that of the top too. That was a good, good piece, good. yeah. Um, when Duke played Arkansas, it must said they just went zone and we couldn't do anything with it. And if you watch the postseason, I mean, zone defense is a huge part of the NBA yeah. right now. Absolutely. And so, if nothing else, I think you could at least hide him a little. If you're six eleven, you can play zone. I think that's like like. But became a figure. To David's point, he became a better rebounder. He became a little yeah. more physical towards the end of the year. And the Houston Rockets are on the clock, and Jabari Smith is the third overall selection out of Auburn, and he is headed to Houston. Well, I tell you what, if you're Houston, you're thinking you Jabari, you're coming, you woke up today thinking Jabari's the number one pick. He's not going to be an option for us. Maybe the best shooter in the draft just yeah. fell to you at number three. That's a pretty good spot to be in for Houston. This is a win for all three of these teams here at the top of the draft. It was going to be a win for all three teams, I think, Dante. Right. So Houston, even though they thought they were going to get Bancaro, they have to be pretty pleased with the consolation prize here, if you will, <laughs> yeah, right. of uh, Jabari Smith Jr. You know, his father was an NBA player, uh, played about five years, played at LSU. Jabari Smith Jr., the one year at Auburn, just an elite, you said, might be the best shooter in the draft. I don't think there's any doubt about it. Say, who shoots better than that Well, kid? they say Keegan Murray is a good shooter, too, but you're right. Jabari Smith, all accounts, seems to be the best shooter in the draft. No it's fewer. What is he, 6'10"? You got 6'10", 6'10". And, and a great defender foot. already. Yes. So they've got... Tenacious defender, yeah, right? very, very good defensively. So, you know, he's got some weaknesses in his overall offensive game. But once again, we keep saying it, all three of these young men are 19 years old, and they all have a lot of room to grow, a lot of room to develop. So it's, uh, like I said, nice consolation prize for the Houston Rockets. And that's the key right there. Like you said, they all got room to grow. You know, the good thing is, though, Mosley is a guy who molds and, and grows kids. As you can see, he changed our whole team's dynamic and understanding of defensive end of court. Well, the Sacramento Kings are on the clock. When we come back, the draft begins. Can we say that officially? <laughs> or did we turn it on his axis with Paulo Bancaro? Well, we the, turned uh, at least one and three on, on their <laughs> yeah, axis. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's what we know. And the Sacramento we'll Kings, the Sacra- Adrian Wojnarowski reporting the Kings are zeroing in on Keegan Murray wow. as the fourth overall pick. Wow. Wow. Which would be a heck of Detroit. Yeah, a Jake spent up. some time in Detroit. Can you imagine Jaden Ivey? That's all they wanted showing up in Motown. That's all wow, they wanted. That, they, that envelope is already in Adam Silver's hands. I'll we are we are just getting started here. It's uh, it's going to be an exciting night, and we are going to hear in about a half hour or so 
We're going to have Paolo Bancaro, his first interview with anyone from City Beautiful, right here on this broadcast on 96.9 The Game, Magic YouTube page, and on iHeart app as well. This is the 2022 NBA Draft Show presented by Socios.com. Be more than a fan with Socios.com. Follow us at Socios USA on Twitter and Instagram. Check us out on Socios.com to learn more. We'll be back after this. Headed to the Amway Center for a Magic Game concert or event? Visit the Orlando Market behind Section 104 to enjoy items made with locally grown and sourced ingredients with Fresh from Florida. Visit followfreshfromflorida.com to find recipes and in-season items. So next time you're at the grocery store, choose Fresh from Florida. Not only are you getting locally grown food that's more fresh, you're also helping support Florida farmers. Supporting Florida farmers is always in season. Join the Fresh from Florida Club. Headed downtown for a Magic or Solar Bears game or maybe a concert? Whatever the event is, you should come check out Sky Lounge at Amway Center. Located on the sixth floor, Sky Lounge is an elevated nightlife experience that features craft cocktails and the best panoramic rooftop views of downtown Orlando. Now renovated and under new management, Sky Lounge has an upbeat and welcoming atmosphere that you'll definitely want to experience. Sky Lounge is open Fridays and Saturdays as well as all game and event days. Book a reservation now at skyloungeamway.com. Uh, hey, Dad, cool if I change this? They may not get each other's music, but they can both get a COVID-19 booster shot because the CDC recommends booster shots for people 12 years and older after completion of a primary series. Schedule an appointment as soon as you are eligible. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Dunking on the competition? Very satisfying. But what makes it all possible? Teamwork. At Ring Central, our game plan is simple. Message, video, and phone. All together on a platform built to run and grow your business. Because when everyone can communicate and collaborate, you're not just playing together, you're playing to win. Discover what we could do for your team. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central. Message, video, phone. Together. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles, but the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. You are listening to the Orlando Magic 2022 NBA Draft Show, presented by Socios.com on FM 96.9 The Game. And we continue on with the 2022 NBA Draft Show presented by Socios.com. The Orlando Magic Youth Foundation Draft Auction is live until midnight. You can bid on autographed jerseys from NBA superstars and former Magic draft picks as well as team autographed basketballs and much more. Place your bids now at OrlandoMagic.com slash auction. Just as we were returning, the fourth pick was made by the Sacramento Kings and they took Keegan Murray out of Iowa, the talented forward, 6'8", sophomore, 
out of Iowa, 21 years old. He'll be 22 in August. His father, Kenyon, played at Iowa with A.C. Earl for four years. Uh, so he comes from pedigree again. Keegan Murray played one year, that postgraduate year in Daytona at DME Academy. DME, yes. He only had one Division One scholarship offer. Then he went to DME and got the opportunity to play at Iowa. All accounts are this guy, very good shooter, nice size, could be a good fit alongside Demata Sabonis in Sacramento. Well, he's got size, and he can shoot the basketball. You score 23 points per game in the in the Big Ten. You, you can score the basketball. That, that's a big-time league, and, uh, and he's older. You know, it's, it's right. interesting that, you know, I mean, that, that usually works against a player, but he's almost 22 years old. That's right. ancient. <laughs> right. NBA draft day. Right. I, I don't agree with that, by the way. I don't know how you feel about that, Bo, but I would not. I would not, if it were me making these decisions, age would be at the bottom of the, the list of Absolutely. things that I would consider. 33? Come so, on now. So now, now I'm going to go <laughs> yeah, with exactly. you. Exactly. The, the older, the better, they say right now. But now I'm, I'm with you. I think younger is better. But they're starting just look at basketball players in general. If you came out as a freshman at 20, they don't care. Just whatever you are, if you're talented, they're going to find you. Because isn't there a benefit? To, because Keegan Murray was unranked coming out of high school. I mean, he, he just was yeah. not on anybody's radar. Isn't Late there boomer. a benefit to somebody who... who who made something out of himself to the point where now all of a sudden he's, he's leading the big You mean like a bull outlaw? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, exactly. but yeah, somebody who did it in two years and then became the fifth pick in the draft for crying He went out back. Loud. He went, you're, you know, you're penalizing these guys for going back to school, right? Because right? they're coming out older. This guy is the fourth pick in the draft, because, like you said, because he went back exactly. and was able to learn and show what he can do. And it was interesting. I heard an interview with his coach, and his coach put a lot on him at Iowa. And his three-point percentage, you know, kind of kind of took a hit at times because he was asked to do so much. But this guy could play. He could shoot the basketball at 6'8". Sacramento struggled to find the right guy. They've got some talent there, but this could be a guy that, that's a good fit for them. Did Sacramento throw a curveball at, uh, at Detroit and Indiana? I mean, yeah. I, I think everybody thought Jaden Ivey, most everybody, was going to be sure. the fourth pick. And now, what does Detroit do with number five? Jake, what are your thoughts there, both? Let's see. I don't. I didn't think Jaden would go to Sacramento because the last year's pick they had. Davion Mitchell and they had Davion Mitchell and they got Fox there. So I didn't think that he would go there. Keegan Murray, that was a good fit for them because they didn't need a guard as much as. Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. So I think that's what how that's going to play think, out. I think, I mean, it, it seems to make a lot of sense. The thing with Jaden Ivey is he's, a little, he's more of a two. Yeah. Um, everybody wants to compare him to John Moran. John led the country in assists yeah. when he yeah. was at Murray State, and he's that's not, not in, yeah. in, in his game um, as far as. He's uh, explosive, though. As far as Jaden Ivey goes. But he, he, he looks a little bit like Westbrook and a little bit like um, offensively with the ball in his hands, mm-hmm. um, like John Moran does, especially exploding to the basket. I think next to Kate Cunningham, that is like an ideal back. Now you got Cade's going to run the show, but Jane's just going to be kind of your wild card. He's going to get out and go. And I do know, I, 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 I talked to people who watched him work out, and they said, let that kid run back and forth do baseline runs, and he's going to beat everybody in the NBA. Yes. Jaden Ivey is a blur on the floor with the From ball. From rim to rim, he yeah. is one of the fastest. Kids. I was watching him play at Purdue, and when that kid goes downhill, he goes downhill. Yeah. And if he turns a corner, 
he's capable of finishing that ball. And that's uh, that back, Cade and Jaden in uh, Detroit, that's going to play very well. Got a couple good backwards throughout the years uh, there in that Pistons organization. I think probably. Yes, they have. Yeah, I think some, probably they, they're. You'll be surprised teams. if it's anybody but Ivy. I would be shocked, yeah. Absolutely. Well, and you think they seem to be clear on the deck. They make the trade of Jeremy Grant, right? He goes over to Portland. They seem to be opening up money. They've got more money than anybody, almost $50 million. They might be heavily in play for DeAndre Ayton, so maybe you get your size. And now if you've got Cade and Jaden... Detroit or no, people want to go play with players exactly like that. Right. I mean, a lot of, uh, if nothing else, NBA fans or college basketball, or NBA players are college basketball fans. These guys know who, who's, who's, who's got something and who doesn't, uh, and they watch this stuff. They, they they pay attention, and I do think DeAndre Ayton's probably more interested in Detroit now that they're getting Jaden Ivey, which, by the way, is That's being right. reported. That and, let, and let's not forget, David Steele sat right there and watched two feet in front of him. Sadiq Bey put up 50 points in three quarters. So they've Pretty got good a player, too. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> they've, got a, yeah. they've got a pretty talented player. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for reminding me of that. We didn't want to talk about that. Oh, man. I, I think but, I was here that day, But too. they put together a nice core. They put together a nice core, and then we are expected to hear Jaden Ivey, and if that's the case, his mom is the head coach at Notre Dame. She won a, a national championship as an assistant coach under Muffet McGraw her last yeah. year. She retired. She won an NCAA championship as a player, D.L. Ivey, at, at, Notre at Notre Dame. They yeah. beat Katie Douglas, the great Katie Douglas in that Purdue team, uh, coached by Carolyn Peck. So she's had a, you know, she's a very good basketball player. And then his dad, Jaden Ivey, had a cup of coffee in the NFL, and his grandfather played for the Detroit Lions. So, again, to your point, Bo, a lot of these guys are coming out. Their parents have kind of got some professional sports in the jeans here. Well, you look at the Magic roster, already have a lot of that currently on the roster. That's yeah. right. That's right. You got, you got a lot you of got guys that played in the NBA or played at high level of college or overseas. But that, that equates to a knowledgeable and basketball player who's willing to learn and understand the game. Yeah. You know, talking about how great Bancaro was in the NCAA tournament, and he was. He was the I, he was the best player in the NCAA tournament. Jaden Ivey struggled in the in yeah. the tournament. That's a good point. Um, his, uh, you know, I, I don't think it hurt his stock. Obviously, right. he's going to go top five in the NBA. But again, you can't put a lot of stock in it. However, when you see a guy do it, then you know that it, it it's something special. What Ben Carroll was able to do. That's why I take all those St. Peter's guys. Didn't they fall to St. Peter's in the NCAA tournament? Yeah. yeah, they did. <laughs> he struggled in that last game, but he... I don't think any of those guys are going tonight. <laughs> I'm holding out hope. Watch, but how about, how about Jay Nivey? For the first time in Purdue basketball history, they were number one this year. They yes. had the number one spot. That had never happened in the history of Purdue basketball. They started 8-0, yeah. and that's because of this guy, Jay Nivey. Oh, hey, and, and they had a pretty good player that one year. I know. If y'all know a dude named Glenn Robinson, <laughs> yes, he was pretty good. So if he didn't get them to number one, because that guy could get you a bucket. Yeah, you're exactly right. And we <laughs> battled him in the playoffs, and we know how good yes. the big Big dog, don't call him puppy dog. <laughs> we, know, we know how good big dog is, that's right. Remember those Milwaukee teams? That, that, that is what we're team. talking about right yeah, there. That's a great team. Yeah, yeah. Look, there he is, downhill. George Carl. 
No doubt. So we are efforting. We will hear from Paolo Bancaro at some point tonight. So we'll try to coordinate that. Hopefully within the next 10 to 15 minutes. We got Devin Kennedy set to stop by at 9 o'clock. We got about just under an hour left that we're going to get off the air. Again, the Magic do have another pick. They have the 32nd pick in this draft. We don't know if they'll keep it. Uh, we don't know if they'll move it. We don't know what they'll do. It looks like uh, Jeff Weltman and Jamal Mosley are addressing the media now. Maybe we can do what we can to try to get some of that to you as they're addressing the media. And we'll have, we'll have more of our draft coverage when we return to the 2022 NBA Draft Show presented by Socios.com after this. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. At Mountain Dew, we believe you shouldn't take everything so seriously. Like not being able to keep up with all the latest internet memes, not serious. Not being able to log into your crypto account, serious. Not being able to remember your partner's favorite color, kind of serious. Not being able to remember your partner's eye color, very serious. Making sure you have plenty of Mountain Dew around when you're having a good time, serious. Borrowing a Mountain Dew from your friend, not serious. Borrowing one every day, that might be getting serious. Mountain Dew, the only thing we take seriously is to do the do. Experience magic together with 2022-23 Orlando Magic season tickets. With more access, benefits, and games, the tickets are just the beginning. You can witness amazing buzzer beaters, nonstop entertainment, and the biggest matchups of the season at Amway Center. Join the Magic family today and lock in your 2022-23 season tickets at orlandomagic.com slash season. With a loyal blue membership, you can be a part of something special. Don't miss out. Secure your seats now. If you've ever been in a vehicle crash, then you know the impact caused by a collision. Now imagine the force of a crash so great, people are killed. My name is Eric. I sat behind the wheel and drove drunk. I caused a crash that killed two young women, Megan and Lisa. Now, I sit alone in my jail cell. Megan and Lisa were taken forever, and their families and friends were left devastated. Don't drink and drive, and remember our roadways are connected to our families. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, or visit rpfunding.com. Terms and conditions apply to website and MLS 70168 equal housing. Make this the year you go to our iHeartRadio Music Festival. Tickets are on sale now at AXS.com. A weekend full of superstar performances, never seen before collaborations, and once-in-a-lifetime moments you'll have to see to believe. Friday, September 23rd, and Saturday the 24th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Our 2022 iHeartRadio Music Festival. Buy your tickets now at AXS.com. You are listening to the Orlando Magic 2022 NBA Draft Show. Presented by Social 
Welcome back to the 2022 NBA Draft Show presented by Socios.com. Be more than a fan with Socios.com. Follow us at Socios USA on Twitter and Instagram. Check out Socios.com to learn more. We are efforting the press conference with Jeff Weltman and Jamal Mosley as they're talking to the... And um, just I can kind of flip the question and say, what's to be gained? So... We're trying to get it directly. That's a uh, that's a hut patch right there that we tried to tried to get in. So we'll I still, think we found it. I think we found wow. it. Uh, You've got it now. The key uh, would be to bring it down a tad so we can hear. <laughs> I just it, unplugged it. Make it a little bit audible, and then we can hear it. That. So we'll revisit that here in just a second. So again, they're talking to the media. We'll try to get that to you. Any comments that we get, we'll try to relay that to you. And again, in about ten to fifteen minutes, we're going to hear from Paulo Bancaro. We're going to talk to him here. Uh, on this show, and uh, we'll catch up with him. Mark your calendars now for the Orlando Magic 5K, presented by Advent Health on Saturday, October 8th. Run or walk with other Magic fans and receive a tank top, finisher's medal, and an Orlando Magic game ticket to celebrate your achievement. Register at OrlandoMagic5K.com. You think about the whirlwind that is Paulo Bancaro's next 24 to 48 hours. He's going to be on Good Morning America tomorrow morning. <laughs> He's going to come here and do a press conference, right? He's going to meet the staff. He's going to have, uh, I, I can't imagine. What time do you think he's right? getting in tomorrow? What that, they're going to get him not going to get much noon. sleep tonight. It'll right. be about noon, right? It'll be about noon. Got to celebrate a the little bit. The plane is already there. He's in New York City. We'll pause that for a second. Right now, let's hear from Jeff Weltman and Jamal Mosley addressing the meeting. Best feature. Play. Team got a lot. Um, so uh, I won't get into prognosticating, you know, his place in the the, the magic, you know, lexicon when he's all done and, and, and uh, uh, hanging and with work and with dedication and with focus um, and his ability. I think special things can happen. What most excites us. Hey Jeff, Tim Reynolds with the Associated Press. We, we sat in here Monday, and I mean, again, it's been known for months. Whichever way you went, you had three really good options. Yeah. Without dissecting A versus B versus C, was there one specific thing where you really just thought? Was it was it a collective, or was it one specific area where you said Paula was more? We're really excited about him, and gave work ready, dedication, magic ready, and then. Well, we. We apologize, everyone, for the technical difficulties. Uh, we did not think they'd be addressing the media until much later tonight, but uh, can't seem to quite get that that feed there. Uh, and we'll continue to work on that. Maybe we can get it to come up again in about 10 minutes. Uh, we're going to talk to Paulo Bancaro, so you don't want to miss that. For all of you listening here on 96.9, the iHeart app, and, uh, and certainly on the Magic YouTube page. Uh, we certainly don't want to, we, we want to try to get this feed to you if we can, but you heard Jeff Wellman, at least those quick comments, probably what we knew and what we could expect, David, is, you know, let's not put a lot on this guy right away. Yeah, we know he's the number one pick. Let's let him grow. Let's not call him Dwight now. Let's not call him Carmen. You know, let's not do all those things. Let's let him become Paolo in his own time, right? Well, just being the number one pick is going to put a lot of weight on his shoulders. He's going to have enough pressure as it is. Right. So to start comparing him to some of the all-time greats right. on day one, it's unfair. We saw the, the top rookies last year. You know, I mean, Cade Cunningham, number one pick in the draft, he struggled a lot early. Yes, we right. saw his first game in the NBA early in the season, and uh, he turned the ball over a lot. I think he was one. So Kate Cunningham uh, struggled as the number one pick, and so you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna get uh, an all-star caliber player 
right out of the chute. Right, it's going right. to take some time. No, it certainly is. And, you know, I, I think as you as you look at the – but he's going to have that time, Bo. Yeah. But like you, you know, this team won 22 games this year. Yeah. How much pressure is going to be on this? You know, you're, you're not going to Golden State. You're not going to a team that – you know, was competing for a championship yet. That's the goal, and he'll be a big part of that. But he's going to have a time to grow at his own pace. Yeah, but like I said, he came from Duke, so he's used to pressure. But at the same time, you got teammates and guys who can play. These guys are also a year older. They understand the game, and they're going to try to make it easy as possible for him. Knowing how good he is, they're going to try to help him out. They're not going to say, okay, you're out there by yeah, yourself. Right, 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 right. So they're going to be teammates, and he's going to be a good teammate in that's how that's going to work because, like I said, they're not going to put a lot of pressure on him. And I don't think nobody's going to put pressure on him as well. But they're just going to go out there and play the game the way they know how. All right, so I understand. So we, should we revisit? Let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Let's try it again. Crossed. Jeff Wellman and Jamal Mosley, let's give it a go. Foundation that's being built here. And what Jeff talked about is those, those attributes he carries are what is going to help you know us continue to grow and keep laying that foundation and we talk about not skipping steps and those <laughs> I got a part of that you know a big part of that with our guys and he's going to blend and fit right we'll in. just check comments on twitter and we'll see what that is but uh you know certainly gave that a shot the best we could again we're, we're not expecting them to go this early uh and we'll get word of what they're saying but the message being i'm sure they're quite happy be interested to know guys what it was though that they saw what 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 was the final straw, right? What did they see with Paolo that they were able to determine to separate him from, you know, from a guy like Jabari Smith? Because uh, right? there, there must have been something that they saw in that skill set to I, make him the number I one I think pick. you hit it on the head that he was NBA ready. His body yeah. is put together and made for this game. And that is probably simple as that. They all got those skills, but they say, we need a guy that we don't have to build up, just teach how to play, and he's already that guy. He's got the most complete game. Yeah, he's right. got a complete NBA package, and he's going to be a guy that can get you a bucket when you need one. And I think he's going to be able to do that right away. Okay. He's going to make mistakes. There's no question he's about a rookie, it. Of course. Uh, I mean, a rookie in the NBA, and you can talk about that, just how difficult it is to make that transition from college basketball to the NBA, even from the highest level, the ACC and the Duke Blue Devils. What you're going to look at is the speed of the game. Yeah. When you make a pass across court, the guys are shooting the gaps and doing this. Yeah, some of these are going to show you something, but once you get on the court with true professionals who've been playing the game for five-plus years and all that, then you're going to say, like, whoa, these, games, these guys really understand the game. They, they, they play angles well. They know how to shoot gaps. They know how to play passing lanes. And that's what he's going to have to learn. How can I be a pro and not exert myself just running around out there lost let me understand. Let the, as, as an NBA player, what you say is the game finally slows down to Yeah. Him. Once he see the game slowing down and you can see things happening, then you'll be like, okay, he got it. That's going to take some time. Could you see him having a game that even translates better to the NBA potentially than, than even in college? I mean, uh, he's so good in college. But Franz was that way for sure. Think about it most definitely. You know why? College plays a lot of zone. There's more man-to-man mm. -man with help in situations. Yeah, you got teams that play zone, but college plays a lot more zone. So, therefore... You got a three-second lane that your guy can't just sit there. Like Chet Holmgren just sitting in the paint waiting for you on the side of the court. Right there, you got to meet me there. Yeah. So if you're going to meet him body to body, he has a pretty good body to take those bumps. Mm. So therefore, advantages follow. That's, That's promising. a great point. Like That's that. a great point. How much does it help a guy accelerate maybe the learning curve when he's going he's gonna to have the ball in his hands? He can dribble. He can facilitate. He can be a playmaker. Does that kind of help slow things down when he, he's going to have – 
you call it usage rate nowadays and all that stuff. Does that help or does that hurt? No, nah, it's not going to help. It's not going <laughs> to slow it down because he's going to be eager. He's going to be full of energy and life, and he's going to try to do so try to do too much, maybe. Yeah, so they're going to say, calm down, young fella. Take your time. Let the game come to you. Mm-hmm. He's going to hit that multiple times. Right. But if he doesn't, I mean, he's doing it the right way. But I'm quite sure it's going to happen. Like you say, he's going to have turnover. He's going to have a game sure. he's one for seven and getting your head. It's okay. You got 82 games here. Right. You got another game tomorrow. You got to let that one go. Be ready for the next one. So but what about the fit with the Orlando Magic roster for Bancaro? What that, are your thoughts on how he fits in? So, Dante said uh, you got Markel, Suggs, Franz, and now you got a four and a five. But Bancaro and Carter, which are almost twins. <laughs> They're both like 6'10", 250 plus, right? Throwback physical guys, yeah, you, right? But... They're throwback physical guys that can move and can shoot. When does the ex- extended yeah, his do. range all the way to the three-point line? So these guys can spread the court, but they're also big enough to go down the bank and get you some boards that you need. Let's get everybody caught up. The first overall pick, of course, Paolo Bancaro out of Duke. We're going to hear from Paolo within 10 minutes. So we're excited about that. Right about 9 o'clock, we're about the time we're going to hear from Devin Kennedy as well. So we might have those two teammates introduce themselves to each other. Chet Holmgren was the second overall pick. He goes to OKC. Jabari Smith out of Auburn to Houston. Keegan Murray out of Iowa goes to Sacramento. The Detroit Pistons are elated. They get Jaden Ivey. Didn't think he'd fall, but he falls to them at five. Benedict Matherin out of Arizona goes to Indiana. And Shaden Sharp, who we don't know anything about, didn't play last year. Last time we saw him play was in high school. The kid from Kentucky took the scholarship and decided not to play to get ready for the draft. Very interesting story. So bizarre. That's a little strange. Isn't it strange? Would you have some red flags maybe? Would you love to play basketball? (laughs) I I don't know because guess guess who told me about this kid, Shaden Sharp? My son. He's like... Shaden Sharp, I'm like, who? I said, that kid didn't even play at Kentucky. I didn't know who he was. He didn't so, play, and he didn't go to play in the combine. Like, you can't hide forever. Like, at some point, you got to play. But he parlayed it into the seventh overall yeah, pick to Portland. You can't hide forever. Apparently, that's pretty good. <laughs> Just drops out of the top three. How about this? Then we'll duck in a break and come back and hear from uh, from Paulo Bancaro. David will get a kick out of this from President of Basketball Operations, Jeff Weltman, on why keeping things close to the vest, why the secrecy. When you're playing poker, you don't put all your cards on the table, right, for everybody to see? Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. So, uh, so obviously fully understanding that there's something to be said about the secrecy because it kind of, until 15 minutes before the pick was made, yeah. everybody had Jabari Smith yeah, going to Orlando. Amazing, really. <laughs> to keep yeah. that it's quiet blowing. that long impressive. in today's media social world yeah and i also think and and even just aside from smokescreen and silly season and all that stuff you 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 can gain more information i mean every second until you are due the pick you should be learning you should be asking questions you should be casting that wide a net think about last year everybody knew it was going to be kate cunningham you could redraft that draft Detroit might think twice about it. Yeah, true. I mean, the way Scotty Barnes played, the way yeah, Evan Mobley played last year, um, I, I, I think every second that you have until the paper is due, as Jeff put it on Monday, uh, you better utilize it. You better be proofreading and, and going through all your uh, your footnotes and everything. So I got a question. You just said Kay Cunningham. What position does he play for Detroit? Yeah. Right now. He's Ball playing. handler. So, therefore, if you just brought in Jaden Ivey, now where's Kate Cunningham? I think it's the same. I I, I think Jaden I think Jaden's more of a in off guard. You think so? I think the ball is in Kate's hands and you let Jaden be the one be like a secondary playmaker. Out of them two, I think he would be more of a one than than, than Kate, but 
they're both scoring guards to me. Yeah, see, I think Cade's a better. I think Cade's a better creator, table setter. Yeah. Um, You're going to both score. You're going to see some John yeah, Moran. They, they like shooting the ball. Yeah, <laughs> they like yeah. shooting the ball. <laughs> You're going to see some John Moran. City Bay, type City Bay ain't scared either. Yeah, he's not, <laughs> that's not, not afraid. They, that's not they reminded us. Yeah, to put it up and uh, don't forget about Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, now he beef, doesn't. He yeah, doesn't have to play stew? the five. No, he can yeah. go back to four if they get DeAndre Ayton. If they end up bringing somebody like that in, now that's a problem. Yeah, that's a problem for most fours. That's a big Dyson Daniels, the Australian-born Dyson Daniels, is off the board, and he is going to the New Orleans Pelicans. That is a terrific pickup. He's got a great pedigree as well. We're going to duck a break. When we come back, we're going to hope to have Paolo Bancaro here in the next five to ten minutes, his first Orlando interview, and it'll come your way right here on 96.9 The Game. This is the 2022 NBA Draft Show presented by Socios.com. Dunking on the competition? Very satisfying. But what makes it all possible? Teamwork. At Ring Central, our game plan is simple. Message, video, and phone. All together on a platform built to run and grow your business. Because when everyone can communicate and collaborate, you're not just playing together, you're playing to win. Discover what we could do for your team. Visit ringcentral.com and say hello to possibilities. Ring Central. Message, video, phone. Together. At Mountain Dew, we believe you shouldn't take everything so seriously. Like not being able to keep up with all the latest internet memes, not serious. Not being able to log into your crypto account, serious. Not being able to remember your partner's favorite color, kind of serious. Not being able to remember your partner's eye color, very serious. Making sure you have plenty of Mountain Dew around when you're having a good time, serious. Borrowing a Mountain Dew from your friend, not serious. Borrowing one every day, that might be getting serious. Mountain Dew, the only thing we take seriously is to do the do. While you watch the game, consider this. The human body has more than 650 muscles, but the only muscle that never rests is the heart. Maybe that's why true courage never rests either. Advent Health supports the courage in every athlete and the incredible inside us all. Advent Health is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Lightning, Daytona International Speedway, and the official medical provider of Run Disney. Hurry in to Mattress Firm's July 4th sale. Get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin and save up to $500 on Sealy. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase, up to a $4.99 value. Or shop Tempur-Pedic, the most highly recommended bed in America, and save $500 on all Tempur-Breeze mattresses and get a $300 instant gift good towards sleep accessories. Only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634, or visit rpfunding.com. Terms and conditions apply. See website and MLS 70168 equal housing. If you've ever been in a vehicle crash, then you know the impact caused by a collision. Now imagine the force of a crash so great, people are killed. My name is Eric. I sat behind the wheel and drove drunk. I caused a crash that killed two young women, Megan and Lisa. Now, I sit alone in my jail cell. Megan and Lisa were taken forever, and their families and friends were left devastated. Don't drink and drive, and remember our roadways are connected to our families. This message brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. WYGM Orlando, WJRR HD2 Cocoa Beach. Listen live on iHeartRadio. Now. No, seriously, do it now. 
You are listening to the Orlando Magic 2022 NBA Draft Show. Presented by Socios.com on 96.9 The Game. Oh, it's so great to have you with us. The 2022 NBA Draft Show presented by Socios.com. You can be more than a fan with Socios.com. Follow us at Socios USA on Twitter and Instagram. Check out Socios.com to learn more. And we're going to get a visit from Devin Kennedy here at some point. We're also going to hear from Paolo Bancaro here uh, in just a matter of moments. And, and guys, I can't imagine... If he was caught uh, caught off guard as much as everybody else, right? Don't, can't you wait to hear what the kind of these last couple of hours have been like for, for the yeah. young fella? That is really going to be interesting because it did look like uh, on the big screen here in the Amway Center that um, he w- he might have been a little surprised to be the number one pick. Right, but we'll right. Fi- we'll find out. And he's got to be thrilled. I mean, what kid doesn't grow up who plays basketball that doesn't want to be the number one pick in the NBA draft? I mean, that's got to be... The absolute best dream come true. I want to know the latest, the closest to being selected number one that anybody has ever found out. <laughs> That's right? a good point. Right? And and was it and was it this year with Paolo Bancaro? And and I'm sure we won't get a full uh, You think Cunningham knew last year, right? I think Cade knew in know. January last year that he was gonna be the top yeah. pick. And then it was just it was just sort of cro- crossing the T's and dotting the I's. Well the interesting thing with, with Paolo is that he's been like number three. For how long? Right. Forever. Exactly. Yeah, and, that's uh, true. That's true. On Very all good. of the, the experts' draft boards. And I think a lot of us assumed, based on the season, that, that he would get vaulted a little bit, but that wasn't the case. And, and part of it, I think, was the fit. I think everybody, I think a lot of people drew the line between Chet and, and our organization because of his relationship with Jalen Suggs, obviously. Um, you, know, you know, Jalen's dad coached chet too exactly i mean as a, as a young in some of these profiles up. that we're reading yeah. now i mean I, I don't think i knew that their relationship i knew he coached really him, close but he, they were very very, very close. close yeah um and when i talked with some of the guys in the podcast about about chet and, and asked about his relationship with Jalen, like they weren't just you know teammates like they're friends yeah. like they're they're really tight um but that's as we know that's not a reason that's, 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 that's not why you draft to drive no. somebody um and there's and in these days there's ties everywhere you everywhere you look um, as far as these prospects go, but just the amount of of um, of questions and the fact that nobody had an idea. And last night I went to bed and then I wake up. It's weird, <laughs> right. isn't it? Weird now how Vegas knows everything. How I mean, is that possible? The life of a Vegas odds maker, and you got to be right. And but now, in that but job. now those are our sources. Now I wake up this morning and I'm supposed to believe, and I know they were right. But I'm supposed to believe that Paolo's the pick just because the odds have shifted. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't even understand what these numbers mean next, <laughs> exactly. next, right. next to their names. Um, but that is that's been a, a, a bit of a shift. But I mean, boy, until yesterday. I don't think anybody thought it was going to be Paolo Bancaro. I mean, I think everybody thought it was a two-man race between the other no. two. It's got to be one of the biggest surprises in NBA number one pick draft history, doesn't it? That just came out for of nowhere. Sure. And and yeah. So what's you know you go what, back. What are the last twenty? You go back like a couple months, and it could have been here, and it could have been any one of them. But it just seemed like the, everything we read, it was yeah. it was a, even when Woj comes out and says it's getting firm that Jabari Smith is going to be the number one pick. You don't think anything but that. Yeah. And then what it, was that based on? I have no idea. I have just no idea. I think He's it was not based wrong. on groupthink. I think everybody around the league was just sure that it was going to be Jawari, and that's and that's basically what happened. Which, to their point, it's all buttoned up. You know, if they didn't let that out, and people at that point, it's just conjecture. You know, people are just guessing, and and that's kind of the, the name that they maybe threw it's out. It's a so, lesson learned for totally. Some the, uh, maybe some of the so-called because experts. It could have been uh, a lot of people might have created that 
it was like, it's wishful thinking just because they didn't want us to be linked with Powell because they wanted to get their ass. Yeah, well, that could, be, yeah. that could be part of it, too. The last two picks are, are off the board. New Orleans, as we mentioned, Dyson Daniels. And uh, Dyson Daniels, very talented player out of Australia. And he shot up the rankings. If you look at what it's he did in all, of his, in all of his workouts, yeah, very good prospect. His dad, an Australian legend, played for the Bendigo Braves, MVP, 99 and 2000. His number is retired oh, Braves by Bendigo. I can't tell you how many Bendigo games I've watched yeah, uh, over the years. Good. The like their logo. <laughs> their logo. No question. He was a teammate of Oklahoma City Thunder guard Josh Giddy. Keep it on the so road, that's, So he came, he came pretty good. He played pretty well. Keep then you have between the lines. Yeah, keep it between the lines. Then you have, <laughs> then you have uh, Jeremy Sohan. Uh, who goes here number nine to San Antonio. The most San Antonio player in the draft. Yeah, you know, that's a great way to put it. Yep. That's a very good way to put it. I could have told you two months ago Jeremy Sohan would end up a San Antonio A high school teammate of Jaden Ivey. Perfect. He played with, he played with Jaden Ivey, what which is, which is very like interesting. Yeah. Uh, so, again, an, another prospect, Jeremy Sohan, played at that La Lumiere school, La Lumiere up there in Indiana. That's one of the best teams in the nation. And they were there together 22-5. and five. He and Jaden Ivey, very he's good team. He's from England, team. isn't he? Wasn't he born in, uh, in England? Yeah, and he's got uh, he's on the Polish national team. His mother is from Poland, so he gets wow. he kind of has that. He's got a lot of playmaking. Our guys on the right? uh, our guy can play on the Italian national team. Is that right? I mean, that's he's exactly right. He's an Italian citizen. Exciting. Yeah, that's and exciting. And he Dad can tell, Mario, he can tell me where it end at the University of Washington. Yes, that's Powell right. Bancaro. And he can tell me where to go when I go over there. Yeah, I want to be. Can I? Can that. I get the gig like the Italian national team broadcaster sure. role or something like that? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Did anybody get me over there? I'm going to try to finagle that. It's a little harder to right. keep it between the lines in Italy than it is. <laughs> yes, I've heard. It's it's crazy. Crazy. Other side of the road. Yeah, it's it? wrong side yeah, of the road. Yeah, yeah. Keep it between the lines. That's oh, are we hearing that Johnny Davis will be the next pick? So Johnny Davis again, another fantastic prospect uh, coming out of Wisconsin. Will go to the Washington Wizards. Pat Delaney, some former assistants are there. We don't know if Bradley Beal's going to opt out, try to go to another team, so they'd be rebuilding. Uh, Johnny Davis, a scorer out of Wisconsin, could be heading to the Washington Wizards, and you know it could almost be Bradley Beal esque. Yeah. Right. I mean, this guy Johnny Davis is very intriguing as well. You know, there are a lot of trade rumors uh, around. It'll be interesting to see how many are actually executed tonight. But Washington is one of those teams. You look at their roster, they've got the Beal situation continues to be an interesting situation for Washington. And they, they have to keep Bradley Beal, right? I mean, they cannot they let do everything they can. Away. It's funny because I there were rumors that they were going to go after a veteran guard, right? Yeah. I, I think you, right. you heard Brogdon tied to them, uh, Monty Morris. Um, Johnny Davis feels like a veteran guard. Like, I think Johnny Davis is going to come in and maybe be able to help out right away. I'm not sure if it's enough to try to keep Bradley Beal. And if you listen to what Bradley Beal's saying, I mean, it sounds like he's already got one foot out That's the what door. it sounds like. It sounds, and he's, he's not been that guy. He's been committed right. for, for years. Johnny Davis, his dad, Mark, again, 13 seasons professionally. He played 33 games in the NBA uh, with Milwaukee and Phoenix. He played in Good college player. with Mark West. Mark Davis. Yeah, yeah, Mark Davis, uh, a little cup of coffee in the NBA. So, uh, again, he comes from that pedigree. But this is a score, 19.7 points per game. And, you know, he was uh, he was the finalist for the Lute Olsen National Player of the Year and, and won the Jerry West Shooting Guard of the Year. So, I mean, those are pretty good names. Sophomore, right? Played yep, sophomore. Two years of college basketball in a great conference and uh, can rebound the basketball too from that guard position. Hey, can we get some love to the Big Ten? I'll look at all these guys. How about that? you got a lot of these guys it's, it's coming in. It's a tough in. year to be a Buckeye fan. And again, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're certainly awaiting at any moment we're going to hear from Paolo Bancaro. So all of you that are watching 
uh, here online. We want you to, to hang in there. We're going to get Paolo here momentarily. And again, we're hoping to hear from Devin Kennedy here momentarily. And, you know, Devin's a guy that you know, he's going to have an opportunity. Everybody's going to have an opportunity on this Magic team. It's a big summer. It's a big off season. What does Franz Wagner look like going into year two? What does Jalen Suggs look like going into year two? I mean, there's a lot of reasons to be excited uh, about the step forward that this Magic team could take this year. I kind of feel like we have a roster that sort of has like a hole in the middle, and we just filled it. Like, it feels like we need we needed an offensive centerpiece, and I think we got him. I mean, I think we got a guy that we can say, hey, at the end of games, hey, here's the rock create right, something right, for us. Right. I'm not sure the other two guys were necessarily in that mold, and that's not to take anything away from the prospects that they are, but we've got a lot of very complimentary pieces, I feel like, for yeah. Paolo Bancaro. I think it's I think it's going to look really good really early. Can you go small with the with him at the five? Yes. Right? Six, sure. ten, right? So in now today's you can, NBA. In today's, sure. in today's, think about how versatile He's probably that still becomes, growing, right? for crying out loud. <laughs> he might still grow. Might 7-1 wingspan. He's got great length. Great size, great strength. Again, uh, a, a guy that is uh, the most complete guy coming into the NBA in this draft. So he's ready to go. Now, again, he's going to make some mistakes early on. Sure. And, uh, I don't know if you're going to put the ball. You know, you, you, prob- you know, in this situation, he probably is going to get opportunities to have the ball in his hands late because it is a young ball club. Sure. And you're still developing all these young players and trying to figure out how it all fits together. They so won't give him too much too soon. They'll make sure they bring him along slowly, right. and we're not going to heap the entire uh, expectations of the franchise and the city upon him right away. But, um, he, you know, he's, he's, a, he's an offensive player with a whole bunch um, of capability, and I think that's really exciting. Oh, who's this? Who we Speaking got of really yeah, exciting, how about this? Kind enough to come out and join us Let's go. here on the us. broadcast, right? Devin Kennedy. Let's have a day. Kind enough to join us alongside David Steele and Jake Chapman. Dev, great to see you. Thanks for coming out. Uh, I want to get all caught up on your summer, what the year looks like. But first, your thoughts, your reaction to the big fella, Paolo Bancaro, joining your team. First off, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> this thanks is for great. being here. I'm this sitting is awesome. next to some legends right now. <laughs> That's awesome. That. No, we are. We're sitting next to the legends. We appreciate think, you being here. I think today's a great day for Orlando Magic Basketball, for the fan base, the organization. Um, I was a little surprised. I think everyone had Jabari going first, but... Paolo is a very talented guy. Um, I think we all should be happy to have him and excited to see the energy he brings. And I think, like Coach Mosley talks about, we want to run, play with pace, defend. So, you know, Paolo, welcome to the team. And those are the things that we're going to pride ourselves on this year. So excited to have him. Did you watch a lot of college basketball this past year? I know, you know, you're busy with your game here in Orlando and in the G League, but did you have a chance to watch him play much? Well, the only time I really get to, got to see him play was during the tournament. Sorry. Obviously, I watched a lot of the tournament yeah. in March. Um, he was pretty I, good. I, I heard and I saw. <laughs> so, no, I'm, I'm very excited. I think it's a great pick. Um, and it's a good time for Magic Basketball, like I said. A lot of good things to look forward to this season. Well, you know, we're going to hear from him here momentarily. He's going to join our broadcast, so you'll get a chance to talk to your new teammate here in about a couple of minutes. Oh, he's, awesome. he's, going to, he's going to jump on the broadcast, so we'll have some fun with that. But just from his game, assuming he can do similar things that he did in college, his ability to pass, his ability to defend, how much does him as a playmaker, as just a basketball player, how much does he help this roster and, and all of you guys? A tremendous amount. I think the first thing I'd like to, you know, tell him and, and, you know, getting a chance to talk to him right now tonight on a big night for him is awesome. From a guy like me being undrafted sure, in right. 2019 during my draft, I remember watching pick one through 60 um, and realizing the moment I went undrafted. So 
it's a dichotomy right here. He's the number one pick. It, he knew where he was going early. Um, <laughs> right. But I think the biggest thing is, you know, being the number one pick, let, play with, with stress-free. I think, you know, we, you have, we have guys in this organization that can lighten the load for him, and I think a guy like him can lighten the load for us. So, yeah, it's exciting. I love that. Devin, you mentioned being surprised. I mean, I, I would think you guys, you, you got to have group chats. I, I would think all, if anybody knows who's going to go number one overall, it would be the other 450 no players in the NBA. The Magic organization <laughs> right. did a pretty damn good job of keeping everything under wraps, did they not? They don't tell us anything. <laughs> that makes they us feel us better. Anything that makes us feel better. <laughs> no, that's great. No, no, we, we just come in today. No, we had a great day uh, in the gym. You know, the group of guys that came in to get work in and, you know, we trust the whole organization. You know, we play our roles, and we trust each other. So, like I said, it's a great pick, a great day to be part of Magic Basketball. It was about two or three days ago, Dev. We were here, and Jeff Weltman was doing a press conference, and you could hear people laughing, screaming in the gym. You could hear the there seems to be an energy about your group right now, right? Tell us about what this summer has been like and, and why you guys are so excited and why you've been working so much. Here. Uh, if there was laughing and screaming, it probably came from me. Uh, <laughs> that's one thing I do. I love Good. bringing energy, but this whole group feeds off of each other's energy. It starts with Coach Mosley. It trickles its way down through the coaching staff, the players. Um, we're hungry. We're hungry. We look at the record last year. I don't think it defines this group yep. specifically. Um, and, and we're just coming here with a, with a mindset to work and ultimately to win. So, and, and you can feel it here early in the summer. Who all is in? Who, who's, uh, who's in working right now with you guys here? I know guys are in and out, but give us some idea of who you've been seeing, who you've been working out with. I mean, everyone, again, is on their own kind of schedule. You know, guys like myself, um, the Wagner brothers who live here, guys who live in the area, they're in. You know, if, if, if you have a home here, you're pretty much in the gym. Yeah. Um, you know, minus a few people just based on um, their, their own summer plans. But for the most part, I think everyone who is going under contract or even potentially maybe under contract next year, they're, they're in. So um, guys are working, and it's fun. It's a really good energy. You mentioned the, di the dichotomy, your draft experience versus Paolo's. What will you tell him about the organization, about just sort of trying to ease the burden a little bit? Because i got, I got to imagine, being a top pick, there's a whole lot of expectations, a whole lot of noise that people like us create for him. Right, um, right. Wh wh what kind of advice are you going to give him? Well, on draft night, uh, it's actually hanging. Like, it's a pin tweet on my, on my Twitter. I talked about run your own race. It's, mm. it's my philosophy. It's how I've. I feel like found success along my journey being an undrafted guy out of an Ivy League school. And so I think coming from Duke, being a number one pick, I mean, Paolo's running his race. And so that's one thing I'll, when I see him in the locker room out in Vegas this summer, uh, you know, run your race, man. You know, don't focus on the Chets, the Jabari's, the Dwight Howard's, the Shaq's. Be that's you. That's right. That's right. Be you. Very good. So that's, that's a pretty strong legacy that he's following in this organization. Number one picks in franchise history. You just mentioned it. Yeah. Shaq, what wound up being Penny, right. Dwight Howard, and now Paolo Bancaro. That's a lot of weight to carry. It's a lot of weight to carry. I, I say don't carry it. Um, you know, that's not your burden to carry. Uh, you just come here, show up every day uh, with a mindset of just getting better. Uh, we talk about 1% better every day. Um, and, you know, in 10 years, 15 years, hopefully you have a legacy like those guys. Yeah, good point. Dude, I need affirmations from Devin Kennedy every morning. And I love that dich like. dichotomy is such a Princeton a word, too, isn't it? I mean, that's it's such a great, a great word. word. He's a great follow on Twitter. I yes, mean, he is. a lot of inspirational stuff. Well, he's it. a great Appreciate story, it. and it's yeah, it's, it's it so easy to root for Devin Kennedy because I go back to – I had the opportunity to do a lot of the Lakeland games this year, and, I, you know, the goal is to be in the NBA. This is where you were. This is your rehab, and you want to be back here. 
But this guy embraced every step of the process, playing in the G League, playing in Lakeland. He was, you know, he was the MVP of the championship game and, and all that. But the goal is to be here, and he made it, and he made it back yeah. here. How, how much did you – it couldn't. It wasn't always easy, yeah. your road to get here. But you embraced it. You did it with a smile the well, whole the way. Injury, too, and you deserved this. Ago. That's what I mean, to, to come back from all that. Jeez, yeah. No, I mean, that's the, that's the you know, I think Kobe talked about it in, in his interviews, and I watch a lot of that Mamba mentality um, from Kobe, you know, rest in peace. But he talks about, you know, the journey is the reward. Mm-hmm. And so when I, I'm looking down at the court right now, and God, you know, I wish I wasn't injured. I wish I was able to finish that year. Had sure. a whole season in the NBA this past year. You know, I look at my, my tr- uh, excuse me, uh, resume, and it says 12 games. But I feel like I'm much, so much more mature. I feel like a veteran through my experiences. And that experience has taken me, like I said, being undrafted, it's taken me through multiple years of a G League, the G League bubble. Yep, right. Winning a championship. That's right. And that's, you went through a lot. You know, and you played for a Steve Clifford head coach team, and you played for a Jamal Mosley team. That's right. So those around. were different, dyna- different dynamics, too. Yeah, you know? oh, definitely, 100%. So, like both said, outstanding coaches. So right. I'm sure there were lessons learned from both of those men and their staffs. I've taken lessons from those guys, Stan Heath, Joe Bear in the G League, mm-hmm. um, you know, Sean Fine in Long Island my first year. And I've, I'm taking these pieces. Like I said, I play for now five head coaches in three professional seasons. Um, so I'm taking pe- pieces like this. I'm bringing my energy and not losing who I am, um, but hopefully just bringing guys along with me. And, you know, hopefully they appreciate what I have to say and the experience that I've come with yeah yeah the great last game of the year against miami with those 15 points you shot 41 percent from three this year he's in range david sitting where he's at right now right up, up here in this chair sweet he, shot we he, talked about jay uh, jamari <laughs> smith this guy's got a pretty exactly. pretty pure three-point stroke so what's well. next we know you can okay. shoot it we know you walk into a gym and you're instantly in range yeah. so what do you work you continue to fine-tune that what else are you trying to add to your I, game i have taken so many contested shots yesterday uh, in, in the practice facility, they had six guys contesting me um, from about 35, 40 feet. Um, I will say I made a lot of shots. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love hearing Despite that. that, but I'm, I'm trying to really make that my bread and butter. When, when, when I come in the game, everyone expects when the ball goes up, it goes in. Um, but I'm working on my body, obviously continue to strengthen my, my ankle, my legs, my core, uh, so I can start showing elements of my game that I had prior to my injury, which is being a facilitator, getting to the rim being, and making decisions. Um, and like I said, bringing that spark and that energy. Cause I, know, think, I thought uh, Jeff Van Gundy made great. an interesting comment about uh, Steph Curry in the NBA Finals. You know, obviously one of the great scorers and shooters of all time in NBA history. And, and when he started his NBA career, not a great defender, but he continues to, to work at it and really wants to be good. He works hard at that part of the game. And now, you know, after all of these years, he's a pretty effective defender in the NBA. Where, where do you see your defensive game going? How do you want to get where you want to be defensively? It's funny you, you bring up Stephen Curry on the defensive end because I'm, I'm watching the finals. Obviously, everyone's watching the he finals. He just fights. He, he, <laughs> he works. does. He's a, he's a physical, feisty defender. And I'm looking at Stephen Curry like, let me, let me learn and, and figure out how he's able to defend. And first and foremost, Steph is so much stronger than people give him credit yeah. for. Everyone remembers the Steph that came into the league. Oh, he's scrawny. He's too little. Steph is strong. And so when I say my body is my top priority this summer – it's my nutrition, it's my sleep, it's being in the weight room so that I can defend like a Steph and then go make shots like Steph. So that's my goal this summer. But it's an interesting point, too, because another guy that we watched who turned himself into a pretty good defender by the time all of a sudden done is J.J. Redick. And it's all, 
so much of defending at this level is between your ears. You can anticipate where the screen's coming from. You can turn yourself into a pretty darn good defensive player just by knowing mm-hmm. where, where where the sets are coming from, where the screen's coming from, talking, communication. A lot of it is it's just mental, isn't it? It's 100%. Yeah, exactly. You know, we feel, like Jeff and I, we talk about you a lot off the air, on the air, when you're, when you're playing with the Magic. Um, we're excited about the possibilities that you have as an NBA player because, um, you know, JT talks about it a lot. It, is there a Seth Curry type of player in Devin Kennedy? Is there a guy that, you know, just continues to work and can become that kind of guy that can just be a knockdown three-point shooter, fight you on defense, and be a good solid rotation guy on, on, a, on a good NBA team? I, I do not see why not. Yeah, I look at Seth and his journey. You know, came through the G League, That's and, right. it, and I think it came through Orlando at one point it or another. Did a point yep. very early, yeah. Um, and we can go bring a side by side picture of Steph, or excuse me, Seth in the Orlando Magic number thirty jersey. And now we have a number thirty. Oh, in, in I myself. like that. So, very good yeah. comparison, me, David. I, there you go. I, I find these things and I use them as motivation. I hang them up on like a little. So you thought about the Seth Curry comparison? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. See, you're you're ahead of the game. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> and you know what? He's got a little fight to him. I remember that game in Charlotte. You didn't back down. Yeah, yeah. He's feisty, right? He's got you got a little fight to your game too. Yeah. I remember uh, Pascal Siakam thought he had a mismatch on me here, um, and I fight. I mean, I may get beat, but I'm going to get beat trying. So I think that's the biggest thing. What can you tell us about what's happening in the gym? We don't get to see it. We don't see what Franz looks like now in year two. We don't see Markel running up and down. What we don't. I mean, Wendell is a grown man. Right, and, and so all that, and, and so we'll, uh, we'll we'll jump back into that here in a second. But right now, we're, we're going to table that. We're here with Devin Kennedy, David Steele, and Jake Chapman. And from what I understand, it's my pleasure to welcome in the newest member of the Orlando Magic, Paolo Bancaro, joining us right now. Paolo, how are you, sir? Man, I'm great. I'm great. Still taking it all in, but, you know, I can't be more excited to be a part of Orlando Magic. Well, we're excited to have you, Paulo, and you got a teammate of yours sitting next to me in Devin Kennedy. He'll talk to you in just a second, but just give us your thoughts. Congrats on being the number one overall pick. We're fired up to have you here in Orlando. Uh, what was going through your mind as you heard your name called and your dream realized here tonight, Paulo? Oh, man, I just, I really just couldn't believe, you know, it was, a, it was kind of a tense, you know, five minutes. Um, just my agent telling me just to be ready. He wasn't sure. Um, and then about 20, 30 seconds before the commissioner came to announce the pick, you know, he looked at me and said, congratulations. Um, and then before I even got a chance to, you know, realize what he had just said, I, I was hearing my name and just got hit with emotions. Um, so it was a great moment, a moment I'll never forget. And, man, I, it was a, the one, one that, you know, will go down. Uh, it's one of the finest moments of my life for sure. Paolo, uh, this is David Steele, uh, television play-by-play for the Magic. I I look forward to watching you play. I can't wait to get you aboard here. I wanted to ask you about the emotion that clearly you had. Um, You were wiping back tears, very emotional. Just what goes into that? I mean, all the years that you've worked to get where you are as an NBA player now, tell us about what that feeling was like emotionally for you. Man, it was was one I've never felt before. I've never in my life tears of joy like that's never happened to me and people you know were asking me oh you get sick or you gonna cry and I was like man no I'm not gonna cry no matter what <laughs> so you know and, and as soon as I got picked they literally just started flowing out I couldn't even stop them like I said it was probably the best moment of my life and uh it's a inexplainable feeling honestly 
Hey, Paolo, Jake Chapman here with you. I'm the radio play-by-play uh, -play voice. Um, how excited are you to get down here and get started? Is it just kind of like, let's get all this out of the way? I want to get in the gym and start working with my new teammates and coaching staff. And what kind of a player should Magic fans be expecting? Yeah, oh man, I'm ready to get to work. Uh, you know, pre-draft has been a great process, but you know, the one-on-one workouts, they definitely get old. I'm ready to compete, you know, start playing five-on-five -five again um, and get, get comfortable with a group of guys. So, you know, that's my mindset. Um, and what was that second part? What kind of guy are we getting? What kind of player is the Orlando Magic organization uh, getting in Palo Bancaro? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I think a, for sure a winner. You know, I think I've won at every stage. Um, and I bring a winning mindset, a winning attitude. You know, I'm a team first player, and never gonna put myself above the team. Before the team. Um, yeah, I'm just a dog, you know, a versatile player with a, with a dog mentality. Um, gonna come in, you know, be competitive, be tough. Um, just exert 110. Um, and so I'm excited and can't wait to get to Orlando. What's up, Paolo? Man, this, this is Devin Kennedy, uh, be your teammate here in Orlando. We're so excited to have you. Uh, first and foremost, congratulations, man. It's a big moment for you, your family. Um, I really don't have any questions for you, man. I'm just excited for you to get here. We're excited. You got the whole organization, the city, and this fan base behind you. So ask him about the suit. <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk, okay. Talk, talk, <laughs> I do love that suit. Talk to us about the about the fashion choice. Yeah, man. It was just kind of, you know, I wanted to go a purple, uh, you know, kind of for my parents. You know, they both went to the University of Washington. Uh, and I, I didn't go there as everyone knows. So, you know, it was just me paying my respect to them because, you know, when it, when I first came in to Duke, they caught, caught me for it just from the, from the people around the city. So, you know, it was just me showing my respect to them. That's love. Hey, man, I, I just sent you a text. We're excited. Like I said, we're excited to have you here. Um, I'll be out in, in Vegas with you for summer league. I'm looking forward to what you just said, competing and winning. Uh, that's what we're building here. Um, that's what I've been about at every level, too, through the G League. Um, I fought, you know, to get to the league. I was undrafted, but, man, for, for, to be a number one pick, man, that's got to be great for you, your family. What did you say just a moment ago, Devin, about what the tagline on your Twitter feed is, uh, a little maybe a little advice for Paolo? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, enjoy your night tonight. I know, I know, I know you want to get down here and work. Enjoy your night, bro. Live in the moment. Um, and, and, and I'll talk to you more in person. But one thing I say and through my journey, even even though you're the number one pick, um, I talk about run your own race, bro. So as you enjoy your night tonight and let this sit with you, um, you ain't you don't have to be Shaq. You don't have to be Penny or Dwight, bro. Be Paolo Bancaro. Let people know your name. I saw something on Twitter. You said you want people to say one day they want to play like you. That's you running your race. So just don't lose that, all right? Yes, sir. I appreciate it, bro. I can't wait to turn. I'll start working with you, man, for real. Yep, yep. No, man, all right, last, last thing, Paulo, and then we'll let you go. I know you got a ton of people pulling on you, but um, uh, just playing for Coach K at Duke, his final year, you, you, you played your best basketball on the biggest stage. How much fun was this year for you, Paulo? Oh, it was it was a blast. Um, best, most fun, best year of basketball I've ever had. Uh, playing playing for Duke, playing for Coach K. You know, some of those experiences are um, once in a lifetime experiences that you can't you know anywhere else. You know, just the, the magnitude of the games we played in. You know, the crowd, the booze, everything. You know, we got a once in a lifetime experience being able to play for Coach K in last year. And I'm forever grateful and uh, always a part of the brotherhood. Always. Well, congrats. It's a magical night. We can't wait to meet you tomorrow. Safe travels, Paulo, and congrats again. Thank you.
Take care, brother. All right, Paolo Bancaro. And we're hearing he's going to wear number five. So these numbers uh, are special. Like you, number 30 for you. Why? Like what, what's, how did you come on that number? And I, these numbers mean a lot to you guys, right? Yeah, I was number three in high school and college. And I figured, you know, at the professional level, three is, is a number everyone wants. Um, and so I was actually number 31 in my first year in the G League. But at training camp, Brooklyn Nets, they gave me number 30. And then I looked at that number, and it just it, it meant something to me because obviously what Stephen Curry has done, yeah. changing the game, looks like me, same size, does what I think I do. Yeah. Um, and then obviously it was available here in Orlando, and God willing, you know, I can, I can keep that number here um, you know, for the rest of the career. I love that. Well, we're excited to get started. I, I think that's going to do it for us here on the broadcast. It's great to hear. They're from, literally turning the lights from off. From Paolo. They're turning the lights off. We're <laughs> playing, playing the music. Playing music. Turning the lights off. We're it's getting time the, to say goodnight. We're, get, we're getting the hook. We're out of here. But, Dev, thanks so much. And we are excited as, you know, first and foremost, we're Magic fans. Like, we, like we're champions for you guys. And we love the product. We come here excited every night. There's a stir in town, and I think there's excitement brewing. Oh, you haven't seen anything until you've seen this this city on fire about That's the right. NBA. Because it, when it happens, it's incredible. So I hope we see that soon. That oh, but you know what? It gives me part. It does. And you know what? Before Paulo came on, we're gonna what with these guys in the gym. What you, like I said, we haven't seen Franz going into year two. We haven't seen Fultz running up and down the court. What are you seeing behind closed doors with these workouts right now? When's the first game? When's training camp? <laughs> it's September coming up September 26th, I think, is September 26th. I think somewhere in there. All right, we'll we'll, we'll see in September 26th. We can't we can't give those. those uh, okay, away. I We're like working. it. I think what he's saying is get your popcorn ready. So you got and you're go, you're playing in summer league or you're going out there to I think what? The plan will be for me to play a few games at um, at okay. least. And I think you know I'm excited to play yeah. alongside Paolo. And you know what I'm saying. Um, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on that Magic Summer League team. Well, That's exactly right. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of Magic out in Vegas, so it's going to be exciting. That's great. Well, you deserve it. It's a, it's, it's a great story, a great human being, and it's going to be a great team. It's going to be fun to watch, and we're excited to follow you and see what these guys do this year. Of course. Thanks for having me Thanks on. Thanks for joining us. All right, Thank that'll you. do it for Devin Kennedy, David Steele, Jake Chapman. I'm Dante Marcatelli. Thanks to Bo Outlaw, who joined us as well. That'll do it for the 2022 NBA Draft Show presented by Socios.com. Be more than a fan with Socios.com. Follow us at Socios USA on Twitter and Instagram. Check out Socios.com to learn more. Thanks to Michael Tazi back in the studio, Sean Green helping us out, and, of course, our guy Scott Harris setting everything up here, 96.9 The Game. Thanks so much for all of you for watching and listening, and welcome to Orlando, Paolo Bancaro. Now let's get to work. We'll talk to you soon.